What is up, y'all? It is DWC Podcast. Uh, just two guys talking about football. This is week nine of the NFL, and it has been a wild week. The trade deadline just ended at 4 p.m., and people were sneaking, wheeling, and dealing, and some people were really salty. Um, we're just going to jump right into the trades that happened and the trades that did not happen. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and make sure that you follow us on Twitter, DWC2022, and Instagram, Defense Wins Championships. Um, we're just going to jump right into the blockbuster trade for Bradley Chubb that the Dolphins pulled off with the Broncos. We talked about this earlier in the, uh, I think it was either last week or the week before, about Bradley Chubb being traded. Uh, and we are for it in the sense of the Broncos and how their cap situation was going to be with how much they paid Randy Gregory. Um, but I didn't. I wasn't expecting the Dolphins. You weren't, were you? I w- no, I was not thinking the Dolphins <laughs> were. thinking the Dolphins at all. They came out of left field, honestly. So, the Dolphins were wheeling and dealing. Uh, on the last trade or for the trade deadline, they snagged Bradley Chubb and they gave Chase Edmonds to the Broncos. Imagine being Chase Edmonds. He got what? He signed with the, or did he get traded in the offseason to the Dolphins? No, he, he signed. signed. Yeah, he signed. so he signed with the Dolphins, not even eight weeks in. See ya. Here you go. It had to be like a four year, I think. It had to, I mean,. I guess we should have seen it coming because he was getting no playing time after like week four. No. And then after they got ready to chase Edmonds, they weren't done yet. They went ahead and traded for uh, Jeff Wilson from the 49ers. Mike McDaniel got his boy back. Mike McDaniel got his boy back. Familiar. Just when people thought it was uh, moistert season, they went ahead and got Jeff Wilson. (laughs) Moistert. Mustard. (laughs) Mustard. They went ahead and got Jeff Wilson. Uh, So... Right back into a committee, as it should be. I don't think there was any feature back in the Dolphins that would guarantee like 15, 20 touches. But the Dolphins, the way they run I think Jeff offense, Wilson could be a premier back. Yeah, but not like He could be 20. a 15. Yeah. I don't think their style is running. They just fucking pass it. Well, I mean, Mike McDaniel's very good at scheming the run. Yeah. He's a lot like Shanahan. When the run is working, then the pass works very well. So, I think this, like, hugely, like, ultimately boosts the Miami Dolphins' defense. Now they're going to be running Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips, and Melvin Ingram. Dolphins, by the way, have the 28th best pass rush in football. Oh, so they really need Their pressure percentage was horrible. So they needed Bradley Chubb. Especially if they're going to be playing the Bills. They need to get after him. Um, yes. And they still have a first-round pick next year. So, Dolphins are Dolphins are killing it, man. They're like, going all in. I like this aggressive approach. You know, they already got their franchise quarterback. I don't know about that. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be there <laughs> He's for playing well time. right now, but I think a lot of it is Mike McDaniel. And I can't fault him in for having a great coach. He's a GOAT. Um, 
Not much else to say. This is a great move by the Dolphins. Bradley Chubb is is that guy. Can't wait to see how disgusting this contract's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be like a five, six year, hundred and some mil. I think it was a good move by the Broncos, too. I mean, the GM came out and said if they were five and three right now, they still would have traded him. So, I mean, he was leaving after this year anyway. Yeah. So now they actually got something for it. Good for them. Hey. Plus, they're they're loaded at the end position. It's like a rotation, and every guy gets pressure. Oh, the Broncos. The Broncos. Yeah, yeah. and then I think it's I think his last name's Bowen. He's been hooping. He was hooping a little bit too. Talk about Browning. Yeah, Browning. Browning. Yeah, Baron Browning. Baron Browning. He was hooping. He was getting. He would get that money. So probably just making room for something. I don't know. Yeah, and then they went and traded for a Jets DN for another rotation. Yeah, so they're fine. They'll be high. Yeah. But uh, one a trade that we did not see coming, I don't, I'm pretty sure everybody forgot about this man existed. Calvin Ridley got traded to the Jaguars. Crazy. I honestly forgot about Calvin Ridley. Hell of a trade, though. I actually think the Bears should have done this yes. instead of the Jaguars. Yes. Because obviously they're preparing for the future with all these picks they're stockpiling, so why not get a clear number one receiver. Yeah, already proven. He's just an idiot, but he's already proven. I like how the trade is. It it could be a fourth, it could be a third, or it could be a second, depending on I think it's if they... It's a fifth if he doesn't make the team, fourth if he makes the team, third if he is on the starting lineup, and then second if they sign him to a long-term deal. That's crazy. Which I've never seen something like that, and that's honestly like... Fire from the Falcons, because then, um, I mean the Jaguars are probably going to give him a long term deal. Yeah, he'll probably I mean, make. He's, he's easily going to make the roster, and he's easily going to start. Yeah, so I mean they're already. I mean, people forget like Alvin really was that fucking. Guy. They'll probably get a second round pick out of it for sure. Oh yeah, but I mean it's going to pay dividends, and I like how the Jaguars are moving right now. It's nice to see some positive like reaction. They've been very aggressive in free agency. Well, they showed it. They spent the most money on anybody last year in free agency, and now they're going after people in the trade deadline. So they're not scared to spend money. Yeah, but I mean, that I do. I will say that the money that they spent on the O line is pretty good. I'm glad that they kept Josh Allen. Uh, I think he's insane. But this is like. Even a year not even playing in the league, he's the clear number one wide receiver. <clears throat> the contracts that they give out were, as uh, Shannon Sharp says, he was giving it out to Jags, just a guy. Yeah. So that's what I think Zay Jones is. And Christian Kirk isn't a number one. So once you have Calvin Ridley, then Christian Kirk can be right as his position for number two. So yeah. this is going to be, I think this could be a high flying offense. There's a lot of people that can scoot around. Get Evan Ingram's confidence back, and we'll be straight. Um, I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, we are going to go into one that has already happened. This was before the trade deadline, but it's something that we're not happy about at all, uh, given our fandom, and something I'm kind of pissed about. Uh, Roquan Smith got traded to the Ravens. The best linebacker in football got traded to <laughs> our division rivals. 
I leads see. the league in tackles. He's, I think he's second in tackles in the last four years, only behind Bobby Wagner. So, Ravens are in win now mode. Yeah, um, I swear Ravens always get some kind of linebacker. They always have a stud at linebacker. I was wondering because I couldn't name you a linebacker they have right now. Yeah, but you I, could. Not after well, Patrick Queen. Yeah, is. but Patrick Queen is not it. No, they figured that out. But I forgot Bowser was on IR. Yeah. And then Ojabo got hurt in before yeah. he could even start. But both of them are back now. Their defense might pick still, it up a little bit. This could be a little scary. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we haven't even fucking played them yet. <laughs> I know. So, you guys are going to get stomped. Yeah, we're going to get smoked. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan of Roquan Smith. It pisses me off that he's going to be in the purple and gold. And purple and gold. Purple and black. But this is perfect for him like when I think of a Ravens defense I always think of you know like a Ray Lewis CJ Mosley a headpiece centerpiece of the defense as the linebacker and I think Raquan Smith fits that perfectly yeah um, he's a sea ball get ball kind of guy and he will lay you out and he's always around the field he's he's gonna give me some fits for a long time yeah he is Hopefully they can't afford him if they pay Lamar. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only issue that we have. I mean, that Ravens fans should have, because he was already demanding big money. Twenty mil. Twenty mil plus. And you're gonna give him that five, what five year hundred? Yeah, eighty, I don't 80 know. guaranteed. So they don't. People say linebacker isn't a middle linebackers aren't no. They say it's not a need, a necessity. So. Maybe this is just for this year. They're going to loan them and see if they can get a Super Bowl out of them. And then just not. Because what? This is finally on his contract, yeah. right? So he can go anywhere after this year. They're not going to franchise tag Roquan. They're going to do it for Lamar. Lamar. So He's not going to win. They technically him. don't have to pay him long term. This year it's Super Bowl yeah. or bust for him. But they probably had a conversation with him. Cause they got some leadership in the locker room now. Because like... <laughs> I wouldn't be going to the Ravens if they told me, yeah, we're not, just so you know, this is a prove it. Time to stay on the Well, I mean, he could have had a no, like, he could have had no decision or effect on the trade. I mean, he could have went to the Steelers. I don't know why he didn't, he went to the fucking Ravens. Fuck the Steelers. We could have given him Devin Bush. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Who's next? (laughs) Devin Bush, Chase Claypool. Um, A move I also didn't see coming, I don't think you saw coming. Uh, JJ Hawkinson got traded in division to the Vikings. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't see this coming. I actually was very confused you would trade a Pro Bowl tight end to a division rival. I'm one confused. that is six and one. I'm confused if you trading anybody in division. Lions, I, I wouldn't trade anybody in division. Lions are calling it quits already this year. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the Vikings gave him the best package because I would never trade anybody in division. Was it a second round pick? Yeah. Huh. Second and like maybe like a fifth. That's pretty much worth it for a Pro Bowl tight end. Yeah. But I mean, Hawkinson. The man just came off like a fucking, what, two weeks ago? He had like 200 yards. <laughs> He's nice. Uh, this is, I mean, I love my boy Irv Smith. You know, I'm a Bama fan, but Hawkinson is a clear upgrade. Yeah. Well, um, I did see Irv Smith is out for eight to ten Yeah, weeks. he had a high ankle sprain. I don't know if they make the move if that was... Not the case, though. Yeah, I think the Vikings are like, we need to win now. 
Um, Vikings so going for it too. Respect. This, this is a good move. Um, it's going to be so weird seeing him in purple and not blue, but this is a good move for him. Good move for TJ. He's going to get hella looks now. I mean, he already got hella looks, but he'll actually be winning games. And then good move for the Lions if you're trying to tank and get more capital. Sure up that defense. Right, the next one we will talk about is a twofer. We're going to talk about the Steelers and their trades. They traded Chase Claypool to the Bears for the Bears' second-round pick. I know How the gonna... fuck did he go for a second-round pick? <laughs> How? I know that the, uh, that the consensus was that we thought we were going to be getting the Ravens' second-round pick, which would have been a lower pick. Yeah, a lower pick. Yeah. Because the Ravens are obviously better than the Bears, but we somehow got the Bears. I don't pick. understand how. And the Bears could finish up in, I mean, our, that pick could end up in, like, top 40. And we're not good, so we could have three picks in the top 40. I just which don't. Which is I mean, crazy. I just don't understand. I wasn't, ex- I mean, I, I thought. DeAndre Hopkins went for a second round pick. I know. But you also got to factor in Bill O'Brien's a fucking idiot. I agree, but, like, Claypool's a third or fourth round pick, in my opinion. He's proven nothing. He's proven zero on the field. So how the fuck is he worth a second-round pick? You can find a receiver probably in the second round that's going to be just as good as him any year. But... George Pickens. But the Bears are taking a chance on talent. I think, I think like, the way we ran our offense is not pro-Chase Claypool. So I think with, like, how right now erratic the Bears' offense is and the kind of, like... Bucket balls that Justin Fields throws. This will be perfect for a big body receiver. Um, that's just the staple of any kind of offense that needs stability. They'll use him for an inside, like inside outside. Yeah, he can he can block. I think he's a good fit for the Bears. He gets after it. I'm sad, you know. Love Chase Claypool. I literally bought a hoodie like two weeks ago of all of Chase Claypool, George Pickens, and Deontay Johnson on it. Still gonna rock that shit, um, but yeah, it. I mean, this is just showing us that we are tanking, and got to grab up all the draft picks we can. Um, it would have been a lot better if we had the wide receiver Calvin Austin, but he's out for the year, so I don't know who we're gonna run at number three. But this will just. I think this will be more uh, in favor of Pat Firemuth. Getting more touches because him and Claypool are usually clogged up in the middle. But now that Claypool's gone, it'll be Pat. Um, so, love you, Chase Claypool. I hope you do great in Chicago. I'll still watch you play. You're my guy, but it's crazy how much of a business this is. Yeah. The, uh, he posted the pics of his last day in the Steelers org and you know, shed a tear for him. That's my guy. I love Chase Claypool. And we also traded uh, with the Washington Commanders for William Jackson, the third. This will be quick. It was uh, just Washington was dumping their contract yeah, on He was going to get released anyway. And some people don't know that, like, because some people were in the comments like, oh, my God, like, why did you get him? He's going to be released anyway. Once a player gets released, goes into the waiver wire, and there's a whole bunch of teams that can – grab at him before your team. So that's probably what the Steelers thought, and they'd rather just 
trade a, a weak pick to acquire him. Um, the only bad part is, um, which we have to restructure that or something, his cap hit next year is 15 mil. Woo! Um, I'm not paying 15 mil for him, so God, I have to damn. figure it out. Um, but, I mean, this is, in 2016, this is the guy I wanted. I wanted him, and we drafted Artie Burns. Well, he got drafted he one drafted pick ahead of you. He drafted one pick ahead of us by the yeah. Bengals. You guys would have got him. Yeah, and uh, that's who Where we wanted. Where did he wanted. come from in college? Um, where did he come from? Oh, my God. I don't know. But we got Artie Burns from the U, and that was shit. Never pick he, Miami I think, players. I think he came from Houston. I think it's Houston. I want to say it's Houston. Um, but that's who I wanted. So, I mean, I guess we got him back. But he's been getting torched. But he's better on man-to-man than he is in zone. So, I need some players that will set the tone for my defense. And hopefully he can be one of them. Because um, we, we need a good nickel. I don't think Arthur Mallett is getting it done. So, those are Steelers trades, I mean, and we traded a 20, it was like, it reminded me of like fucking basketball, you know how basketball trades like 2027 picks. Yeah. We traded a six rounder in 2025. Jesus. I was like, what the fuck? They just want to get the fuck, (laughs) get them out of here. We traded that and they, they traded us a, like a seventh round pick and then we traded them a six round pick. So, they were just trying to get rid of them. Yeah. Um... The next one we're going to talk about also happened before the trade deadline and something that me and my co-hosts are really excited for, really excited to see, uh, especially my co-host. Kadarius Tony is on the Chiefs now. Let's go. I, I, we were talking about it before. Where do you think he should end up? He said, get me the fuck away from Daniel Jones. Yes. <laughs> I don't blame him. This is a clear – this is probably – from what recent memory, this has to be the best QB upgrade ever. Yeah. For a singular player. Yeah, he was getting the best QB in football. Yeah, because I mean, and even, the best O coordinator in football. Even like Randy Moss going from Dante Culpepper to Tom Brady isn't as big as a jump of Daniel Jones to fucking Patrick Mahomes. Well, he's going from a bottom tier offense into the best offense in football. Yes. There has to be production. And this will, Somewhere in that offense. This offense will fit him perfectly. Him in that slot. I think that the... I can't wait to see that motherfucker <laughs> running around everywhere. Get think, him the ball! I think maybe Andy Reid's being proactive on, on this and is like, either we need to you know, see more development from Sky Moore. He's just not that guy right now. Um, and they went for Kadarius Tony. The funny part is, he's been hurt all year, and then hurt. as soon as he went to the Chiefs, uh, he's healthy. <laughs> yeah, he was a healthy scratch all year. Yeah, I need to. We need to see like what the hell was going on with that. They'll never it say. Like, it seemed like he was cool with it, and then yeah, he was chilling. I felt like he knew he was gonna get traded. Yeah, and he was just kind of, I'm not risking it. So I think once they drafted Wondell Robinson, it was kind of yeah. But, yeah, excited to see Kadarius Tony. I have him in both leagues, so excited to see how he does. Uh, we're going to go into our last trade that happened. I mean, other trades happened, but we're talking These about the, the ones, ones that actually matter. Um, Myheem Hines 
went to the Bills and Zach Moss went to the Colts. Player player trade. I think they traded a six rounder along with the Zach Moss one. Um, Naheem Hines is more for like the passing, I believe, passing running back. I put this one on here strictly not to even talk about these running backs, just mm-hmm. to talk about the Bills. I don't know why. To me, I don't know why the Bills are trying to get these running backs or look for these running backs or try to acquire these running backs when they don't run the ball. Even with, like, it it says to me uh, more testament of how Josh Allen-centric they are than actually trying to acquire a running back. Because when they ran the ball, I mean, I saw we saw them run the ball against the Packers, and it was working. Yeah. I mean, James Cook and, I mean, Devin Singletary, was, I thought he was about to have, like, a 100-yard game. And then they got up, and then they were just like, nah, let's pass. Like, what's <laughs> wrong with Singletary? I don't understand. I don't get it. I he mean, can catch. He can fucking... He can block. He can do it all. Yeah. And they just don't give him the ball. And they're just like, no, I want to see Josh Allen. They also have the rookie, James Cook. Yeah. I, I don't know. Their backfield's a mess, and it always will be if McDermott's there. And I think it has nothing to... I think it don't matter who's the running back. That's why I was confused on why they did this. Besides maybe like a check down, but like Devin Singletary can catch the ball too. You just... I mean, you just swap the running back for a running back. I mean, he can... Obviously, Naheem Himes can catch it, and he can run faster. But I mean, you know Josh Allen. He ain't gonna hand the ball off. I I don't know what the Colts were doing either. All they got was, what, a six-round for it? Citron and Zach Moss. Well, Zach Moss is never going to touch the field. Unless no. Jonathan Taylor is actually that hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, he is kind of... Jonathan Taylor really hasn't been much this year. No. But, I mean, what is Zach Moss going to do? Nothing. <laughs> I think the the Colts are in more of a tank tank, <laughs> tank mode, I guess, now. Um, now we're going to talk about three teams we think missed out on this and should have made moves but did not make moves. Uh, obviously, everybody knows the big one, the fucking Packers. Packers didn't make... Well, they tried to get Chase Claypool. They tried to give a second for Chase Claypool. And the Steelers decided to go with the Bears second because we think that's going to be a higher pick than the Packers. Honestly, I don't know if that's going to be true. Because <laughs> both of these teams are bad. I don't know. I mean, the Packers were trying. They just Were they too stubborn? Or were they just I not mean, willing to deal the right people? Like, I don't... Fuck, honestly, fuck them. Like, it's their loss. They don't know what to do. They don't know if they they should win now or build for the future. You have Aaron Rodgers. You should probably win now. So you should probably go big in free agency. You should probably go big in the trade deadline. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Especially if this man has already fred in retirement twice. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure everybody and their mom knows that Jordan Love is not him. Yeah. So, I mean... I wouldn't say Bob. We haven't seen him really even start, so... Yeah, but, like... You never know. I'm pretty sure Devontae is sitting there watching Jordan Love throwing, but I gotta get out of here. So... Devontae's production's way down since he left. Yeah, true. Um, Is he that guy, or was he Aaron Rodgers' guy? Chill out. Don't do this. Uh, (laughs) The Packers, it's just funny to me that, like, I mean, obviously there wasn't a lot of wide receivers that were available, but, like, the Packers only decided to try for Chase Claypool. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny to me. Um, So the Packers are still in hell. I don't really give a fuck. 
fucking Packers. But uh, the second team um, that tried for somebody for as a well. lot of people. Yeah, it was the, the Rams. Big whiff from the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. I mean, what more can you? I mean, you try to get. If I'm the pen, oh well. Hold on, they tried before we found out the details. They tried to give the Panthers two first round picks for Brian Burns, and Panthers said no. Which I was like, what? Yeah. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you take these first round picks? And then I figured out later on they dropped the details. It was like a fucking Lakers trade. They tried to give them the 2026 and 2027 first round picks. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm I'm not doing that either. So shout out the Panthers for not doing that. I like it's always F them picks until you actually need them picks. Yeah. But Yeah, they put themselves in a hole. I mean they got him a Super Bowl, so Yeah, I did get him a Super Bowl. But it just didn't work out this year, like it has the last two. They're gonna be what, like the Toronto Raptors of the NFL? <laughs> got to just one ring and now they're now they're just chilling. Yeah. Uh I thought they were gonna do some kind of Dirty work or disgusting work for some O linemen, um, but no, no O linemen moved. No O linemen, no, yeah, no O linemen were moved. Um, it seems like Matt Stafford's still gonna be in hell. We don't know about Cooper Cup, so I don't know what this team's gonna do. But uh, they didn't do anything, so maybe they're got some kind of shit with Odell, and that's gonna nope. give them the saving grace. Nope, they're fucked. <laughs> Uh, they couldn't move off of Cam Akers, too, so they're going to have his disgruntled ass there, too. Yeah. Unless they release his ass. Oh, cut him. And the last one uh, who didn't make any noise was the Bucks. We thought the Bucks were going to do at least something. Um, I felt like they had to change something up. They have so many injuries on defense. Their O-line is banged up. Yeah. I'm, I'm just sitting here like, all right, they're just going to die. <laughs> they also are kind of like... The Rams just got that Super Bowl and they're just chilling. Yeah, they basically uh, ran out of picks and people to trade for. I thought they were going to get some O-linemen. I mean, both of these teams, I mean, all three, well, the Packers line is I. All three of these teams, I mean, their quarterbacks are senior citizens, so you would think you would protect them. But um, it's I'm more shocked that the Bucks didn't go for someone defensive because their defense has been awful. I mean, what was once once like I'm not starting this running back in fantasy because they're playing the Bucks. Yeah. To now, yo, know, my dude gonna go for like 150 now. Like it's, and then after um, Warren Sapp dropped, did you see that video? Yeah. Of Warren Sapp drop of Devin White not even trying. Yeah. That was a bad bad look. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a bad look. Um, so I don't know what's going on in behind the scenes of the Bucks. I don't know if the whole Tom Brady stuff is just trickling down to everything. <laughs> Sorry, we had a ghost in here that just shut the door. Um, those are three teams. That really threw me off. Those yeah. are three teams. Uh, we're going to talk about two people that did not get traded. One that is super pissed about it, Brandon Cooks. <clears throat> yeah, he should have been traded. He doesn't want to be in the Texans. And he made it very clear to the GM and yeah. the organization. But then he, they came out and said, he's a pro. He knows how to deal with it. And then he tweeted literally 10 minutes after that and said, they're playing with me. He left two hours before the Texans practice was over. And so did the coach. So I was like, oh, 
Like, oh, he's, he's gone. Probably, he's empty in his locker. He's gone. Let's see who got him. <sighs> Nobody got his ass. Yeah. So, and I heard like people just didn't want to pick up that 18 mil. I don't fucking blame you. Yeah, I don't blame him either on that. Because not only are you going to pick up that 18 mil, you got to then give him a contract. So. Yeah, 18 mil is a lot for a receiver. That's as much as what Baker was worth, like, as a QB. So, that's I mean, that's too much. And they're saying, the streets were saying the closest to doing it was the Cowboys, but Jerry Jones didn't want to pull that trigger because he's still salty about the whole Amari thing. How he thought Amari was going to be shit, and now he's... Yeah. He's him. Well, Jerry Jones is stupid. If he thought I'm he's only really He's only good at drafting. That's about it. Everything else, he's a fucking moron at. Ooh, if they had Brandon Cooks on that team. That's that, what I'm saying. That would have been good. Fuck the pride, man. Just go win a fucking Super Bowl. He said, and I quote, there's not a there's not a check big enough that I wouldn't write to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. That's how it should be for all honors. Write that check, motherfucker. That's what Haslam did. Facts. <laughs> Uh, second, speaking of the Browns, second person is Kareem Hunt. Uh, he did not get traded. I kind of figured he wouldn't because AB is stubborn as fuck. Andrew Barry, our GM, he is not. He said a fourth, and if he, no one wanted a, to give a fourth, then he wasn't going to trade his ass. And the last two teams that were dealing with him were the Dolphins, who ended up going Jeff Wilson. Not really surprising there since Mike McDaniel knew mm-hmm. Jeff Wilson at the 49ers. And then. The Eagles, where Andrew Barry came from, and he was under, uh, was it Howie? Yeah, Howie Roseman. Yeah, so, I mean, those two are both stubborn as fuck. Yeah. I didn't think a deal was going to get done when it came down to the Eagles and the Browns. No, I didn't either. I I thought, like, a fourth was, like, not too much to ask. No, for Kareem? Yeah, I mean, Granny. A fourth? Granny, he's an idiot, but me and you think pretty highly of Kareem Hunt. I mean, he was once, I thought, like, this was going to be the closest second coming to Jamal Charles I've seen in yeah. the Chiefs. I mean, he was insane for the Chiefs. So I thought he'd get a lot more attention. I mean, a fourth is nothing. I would give a fourth for Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I, already, I already get a fourth. I get an extra fourth. I'll it just makes me wonder, him. like, the Bills wouldn't give up a fourth for Kareem Hunt if they wanted a better back. Yeah, but they get 19. It on. makes no sense to me. And that's what I was looking at, like, the threads on Twitter. I know that's not the best place, but I was seeing what Bills fans were saying. They're like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we could have gotten Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Kareem Hunt was asking for, like, a crazy contract. I don't fucking know. He does want to get paid. I guess that could have been. Yeah. But, like, Kareem has two more years in him. Yeah. Easily, right? Yeah. Especially if he goes to the right system, two, three more years. Yeah, I don't understand what the deal was. Hey, the Browns can now run him to the ground. Yeah. Still or they're just, running back tandem. Or they're just going to give Nick Tubb 20-plus carries a game. Yeah, that's which what the Browns will, fans want. I would say which also will work as well for them. All right, that was our breaking news. We're going to go. We did QB rankings uh, last week. I got pretty heated. Uh, I don't think and I don't think anything else will get us heated. <laughs> Maybe running backs. Uh, we're going to go with our top 12. We didn't do 16 for wide receivers. We're doing the top 12 wide receiver rankings. I think we're going to have mostly the same people. I think our top five is similar. Mm, we're gonna, I think we're going to have mostly the same people, but I think it's going to be in different orders. Okay. All right, so I'm just going to say mine, mm. and I'll have you say yours, and we'll see. Okay. All right, for... 
for mine, for Bo's top 12 wide receiver rankings, my number one wide receiver for right now, this year, NFL, is Tyreek Hill. I have Tyreek at one also. Um, Tyreek Hill is on a historic season. He's The way he's going, he's supposed to eclipse Calvin Ridley's um, wide receiver yeah, wide receiver yards. Yeah. Which is close to 2K. I think it's like 19-something. Wait, whose yards? Calvin Johnson's. Oh, Calvin Johnson. Did I say Ridley? I thought you said Ridley. Yeah, I might have. Calvin Johnson's uh, record. With Tua like, throwing the ball. With Tua. With Tua that makes you want to throw up. With Tua, man, throwing him the ball. He's just that guy. I shouldn't have had him at 16. I should have put him up more. <sighs> like top 10. Yeah, okay. Um, But yeah, Tyreek kills that guy. If anything, uh, it's going to be fuck it. Tyree kills down there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, with this offense, I think he could eclipse that record, especially with how much uh, Tua Hyper targets him and uh, Jalen Waddle. So, yeah, right now he's number one. Yeah, I have, I have Tyreek at one. And I really did think about it, like, not just this year, but, like, over the past four years, I think you could be comfortable putting him at one because mm-hmm. of there isn't another receiver in this league that plays the position like him. Yeah. And he's way more explosive than any other receiver. And he's he's a fucking underrated route runner, too. So. Oh, yeah. I think he, outside of, like, Randy Moss, is the best deep threat ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't defend him. Even when... You, Tua underthrows the ball every fucking time. <laughs> he comes back and makes the catch. Jumps somehow. up and catches it. I don't understand. Catches it like a punt. Yeah, every fucking time. Um, yeah, my my pick at one was purely because of athleticism, and we haven't seen anyone like him before. No, him with the ball in his hands is something insane. Yeah, his yards after the catch are probably number one. Also. Oh yeah, he's an insane yak guy. Yeah. So that, that's number one for us. Um, number two. For number two, I have Cooper Cup. I have Stephon Diggs. I'm not mad at that. Stephon is the better receiver. He's the better route runner. I think Cooper Cup's my three. So okay, Stephon's my three. Now, when you when you rank receivers and like skill positions, I think they're like the margins are very thin. Yeah, but I think Stephon Diggs is just. Like, I mean, come on. Who's who's a better route runner than Stephon Diggs? Minus, like... So, you have Stephon Diggs, Devontae, Amari Cooper, route runners. Yeah. And that's it. Like, best route runners, yeah. right? I mean, you could probably put J. Jeff and Calvin Ridley when he was playing mm-hmm. as best route runners. But I think Stephon's probably the best. Yeah, I mean, I have Stephon Diggs at three, so it's not like I have yeah, so any, we flipped any less. Um just Cooper Cup was already off to like a great season again. Uh, he was the Triple Crown, and he doesn't look like he's missing a step. He did just get injured. We'll have to see how that is. Um, the Rams said it was like tissue or something, and he'll be fine. I don't know about that, but uh, if he's he gonna, fucking better be. Yeah, if he's gonna play, I think even if he's out thirty five percent, he's gonna play because he's just that kind of guy. Um, I mean, like. I get it, though. I, I mean, I'm not mad at Stephon Diggs at two. Stephon has been playing amazing. Um, he plays, like... Like, it's so weird thinking and remembering, like, 
oh, like you're taller than Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Stefan Diggs is only six foot. Mm-hmm. But the way he runs, the way he catches the ball, you would think he's like six two, six three. I love how he talks shit too. And he talks that. I wish Cooper shit. Cup talks talk more shit. <laughs> yeah, I bet you he does. I'm sure he, he does. Just, it's just not just, Yeah, he's just it's, it's not like a Tim animated. Duncan talking shit. Yeah. But Cooper Cup to me is just like one of the most deceptively good wide receivers. Cooper Cup against zone. He always knows how to find that sauce. That fuck yeah, that fucking like you know, that motherfucker around. knows. He always does a little curl. His awareness and no, like knowing where to sit in the zones, the pockets is fucking yeah. ridiculous. Insane, and he's a very like very very good blocker. Yeah. Um, he would usually set like the tone for the outside mm. when you're rushing on the outside. So I did him more him doing it all, but Stephon Diggs has really like. Stepped up. I mean, he's already fucking top five to me, but like stepped up this year as like top three. And you're seeing it because Gabe Davis is getting more touches. Yeah. And you're seeing like, oh, like why do they keep throwing it to Gabe Davis? Because they're probably fucking triple teaming. And Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, they're probably fucking triple teaming Stephon Diggs. That's why. Um, number four. So I so he had Diggs at two and Cup at three. I had Cup at two and Diggs at three. Uh, number four, I have Jay Jettis. I have Jay Jettis, too. All right, so we're Sam on Jay Jettis. I think he's the best young receiver in football. Yes, I also do believe he's the best young I mean, he's making Kirk and the Vikings 6-1 and one right now. Facts. <laughs> uh, the only bad thing is, and it's terrible for my fucking fantasy, he has yet to score a touchdown. Since week one. Since week one. Since week I one. think, uh, I mean, that's not necessarily his fault. No, he, just, he gets you down there and then just punching it with Dalvin. Yeah, I mean they have a good running attack. Like why throw it in here? They, I mean. But he gets. I mean, it wouldn't. I wouldn't even bat an eye if Jay Jettis got like 140 receiving yards. Yeah. he's just that good. He's a top three or four route runner in the league. Yes. He loves you to sleep. He's just something. That else motherfucker's right? like I swear when I'm watching the Vikings play, it's like 20 yards open, just over the middle. Like, where are you people? <laughs> That's why I like. I wish they did like sometimes like a wide receiver cam or something. Just yeah. To, just so I can see, because I'm like, how are these people get like like how we were saying earlier, Cooper Cup with those little curls, those little shallow crosses. Yeah. How the fuck is he open? Just imagine if the NFL did that. They have like, so they set up this new thing. You have to pay money for it, obviously, yeah. it's the NFL. But they set up like a position cam. That'd be crazy. Ooh, imagine one in the trenches. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, in the trenches? That would be insane. You could, like, watch your favorite player, not just your favorite team, like, yeah. on certain plays. Oh, they would make Bubbo the money. Yeah, they that. would. Oh, my God. And you could do ratings on how many, who, who watches who. Yeah. Because then if you, like, switch it, like, say you have the Rams package, mm-hmm. or you have the fucking, the Bills package, like, oh, my God, this is third down. Let me switch the Von Miller cam. You'd have to almost have, like, drones or something for that. Though. Yeah. It'd be too difficult. In a perfect world, though, that'd be insane. That'd be sick. Especially if you just see, like, put it on, like, like uh, wide receiver's hips or something. Yeah. So you can see the defender be get fucking shaken up. <laughs> yeah, we have Jay Jettis at four. Um, I think he, like you said, is one of the best, if not the best, young wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um... We both have him over Jamar Chase and like the LSU wide receivers. It's always 
Who's better, Jamar? Or I thought Jamar. So, college wise, I, I thought, thought Jamar, Jamar was, was better. Be better. Well, I thought he was better on LSU. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, the margin is very thin. They're two different types of receivers yeah, too. Jamar is good for college, like explosive, doing the big plays, crazy shit. Jay Jettis is just gonna consistently carve you for a hundred. And yeah, not, Jamar's, a, know Jamar's a big hitter and vertical threat, and Justin Jefferson is a... He's going to move the football down the, the field. The in-between-the-hashes kind of guy. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh my god, he has 8 for 125? What the fuck? Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, our number 5... Or my number 5, I couldn't drop him this low. Uh, Devontae's my I have Devontae at 5. Okay. So yeah, and now, <laughs> this... So, with Aaron Rodgers, he might be 1. He would be one. But no might be. But is this a different situation than Tyreek? Because like Tyreek left Pat and is doing fine without him. Devontae's production is like fourteenth best in the league right mm-hmm. now or something. Without Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. like I get it, he's a fantastic route runner, but like how good is he? He's been kinda of locked up the last three weeks. Yeah, especially um Who who did they play? Who did they play last week? Denver was a big one where Sertain played really well. On yeah, and then well, I mean that's PS two baby. Yeah, and then last week was uh, fuck, who do they play? Oh, the Saints. The Saints. The Saints. Uh, is either Marshawn Lattimore? Is either their rookie? Their rookie is he, yeah. I think is their rookie. Um, DB. He had like. He was guard. He was facing him, and I think he had like they threw it to him four times, and he only caught one for like three yards. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I'm not willing to drop him out of the top five yet, but hell no. But <laughs> production didn't happen. Yeah, the production continues to stall, and then I'm all for it. Is it just are we? I mean, obviously, I've never been super high on Devonte. It's just been more. Like you, know, you can't, man. you can't tell to me. You can't like, like I could never say anything because obviously he was leading the league in catches. Yeah, Devontae's that guy. But like when you have Aaron Rodgers, isn't that fucking easy? Like at, yeah. like uh, of course he is a top ten receiver. Like I'm not saying he's not, but is he top five? Like or does he need a QB like Aaron Rodgers? I mean. We, I mean, which is kind of like the reason why people were like dogging Tyreek, because even when Tyreek was on the the uh, Chiefs, we still had like people were like forgetting to put him in the top five for some reason. It was all oh, he just has Patrick Mahomes, like, yeah. he's just a deep threat. But they were quick to put Devontae in at number one. Yeah, true. And I'm like, he has Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is going to do anything, it's going to throw you the best ball fucking ever. Yeah, he's the most accurate QB, and he's going to. Throw you a way better ball than Derek Carr. Well, that's why. That's why I'm like. But like, like we said, I need to see the cam on this because I don't know if it's just the offense is just all bad, or just Derek Carr's bad, or if he's just getting cooked or like locked up. Because, I mean, we already had high hopes for this Ra- this Raiders offense, and if anything, if anything of it was going to go wrong, I thought Devonta was at least going to be the most consistent thing. Yeah, and it could be no. It could be Josh McDaniel fucking everything. Could up. be. It could be. It very much could be. Like I said, I'm not willing to drop out of five. I'm not. <laughs> but he's got to pick it up the rest of the year. Yes, he does. Uh, yeah, I couldn't drop him out of top five. He's just. 
I I love watching Devontae run routes, um, but he does need to pick it up. He was super excited to come to the Raiders, and it's not showing. Not working yet. I mean, no. they're fucking two and six. Yeah. Yeesh. Season is over. <laughs> After that shutout, Already season is it? over. Yes. <laughs> Uh, number six, I have AJ Brown. I have AJ Brown. Okay, so look at us getting, <laughs> getting, getting the right ones, especially after the dismantling he did to my team. Yeah, I, I mean, the, so who do you have at seven? You know, who I have Jamar. At seven. Yeah. Okay, I have Jamar at seven. Yeah. Also, I just think AJ Brown is more matured as a receiver right now, and he's also bigger, stronger. I'm not gonna say. I mean, he. Oh, why you put him over Jamar? Why I put him over Jamar? I think this is pretty easy to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a fucking I mean, game wrecker is what AJ Brown... He made Tannehill look good. AJ, facts. <laughs> AJ Brown, I think, is very underrated for what he does. I mean, he... Not a lot of respect for Yeah, him. he is a gamer. And if he continues to do this, he's easily encompassing Devontae this year for me. Like... He, the, the great thing about A.J. Brown is because of how physical he is. It's like watching fucking, like, Derrick Henry yeah. as a wide receiver. I know. One of those touchdowns he had deep in the end zone against you, Minka tried to hit him, and he bounced right off. I was like, oh, my God. And it's not like he's 6'5". No. He's, what, 6'1"? 6'2". 6'1", 6'2". Yeah. He's, like, 230. Like he's, he's a, a brick. Big, he's yeah. a big man. He's a brick shithouse. Uh, crazy how he and fucking DK were on the same team. I mean, A.J. Brown whoops all these receivers' asses. Yeah, <laughs> any receiver I have in here. AJ Maybe Brown not Debo. Debo and him would put up. Hey, they, they need to box. I got A.J. on that shit, boy. I bet you Debo, I don't know I bet you Debo got a hard head, though, boy. <laughs> Have you seen Debo? He barely got a neck, bro. It's, it's like all true. muscle. That's true. Um, you ain't knocking him out. <laughs> I like. I will never forget the um, the play when AJ was still on the Titans and he caught it like twenty yards over the middle and he dragged a motherfucker to yeah. the zone for like ten yards. Like watching him play is just like like I said, watching Derrick Henry as a wide receiver. And he can do everything. That's also why I put him over Jamar. Yes, like, Jamar is explosive. It seems like corners forget how to tackle him after he catches the ball. He's just too quick. AJ not only can do a deep threat, he can go over the middle, he can take shit out the backfield, he can do it all. I think he's just, like, to me, just a bigger Debo. But more of a wide receiver. They're probably the same size. Debo might be heavier. Debo is, but I mean... that Debo that might fly, be bigger than him. That flag jacket really added some... I mean, he's taller than Debo for sure. Yeah. But... Debo got a lot of mass in the lower... In the, yeah. <laughs> in the lower extremities. He got a lot of mass. Um, but yeah, AJ... AJ Brown's that guy. Um, and he's been with two... Now two... Um, Quarterbacks that are not known for their arm, and he's still producing. I mean, he got fucking three touchdowns on me. Yeah. And pointed at my best defender right now. He's a game wrecker for sure. Um, number seven, yeah, we both have Jamar. Jamar. Number seven. Who'd you have for eight? Number eight, I have Jalen Waddle. I have Debo Samuel. Okay. Okay, Jalen Waddle can't do what Debo does. No. 
I get that. <laughs> I get that. Debo, see, to me, Debo is almost more valuable than pretty much anyone on this list because he can be in the backfield constantly. I think Tyreek Hill is the most valuable one on this list. I agree with that. I said almost everybody. Oh, almost everybody. Except for Tyreek. But like Debo, you can use him in any position. Any skill position Debo can play. That is true. Uh, I have Waddle at 8. I have Debo 9. I have Waddle at 8. I have DeAndre at 9. Hopkins? Hopkins. He's first in everything. Everything in his first two games. Okay. First in everything. Okay. Anyways. How, How do you... Anyways, I have. I saw you retweet that tweet today. Too. I did retweet it because I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. First, you didn't see that catch he had Sunday. If Kyler gonna do anything, he gonna throw it to. You D-Dow. didn't see that catch that he had Sunday. Jalen Waddle not catching that with one hand. He fumbling with one hand. Yeah, exactly. I have. Anyways, I have Jalen Waddle up here. I'm gonna start an agenda. All right. Your agenda's wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna start an. I'm gonna start an agenda. <laughs> Jalen Waddle to me can be. You have him at nine, eight. Eight, yeah, I'm eight. Who you have a nine? Debo. Okay. And then ten. Can I speak on my Jalen I'm just confused. <laughs> J- Jalen if you don't Waddle. have D-Hop in the ten, you're wilding. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so I have Jalen Waddle at eight because... This man, st- you're like Bill O'Brien. <laughs> this man stays getting disrespected. He, I'm saying this year... D-Hop's played two fucking games. He's played two games, and he's better than everyone after those first two games. games. He's played two games. I can't. Jalen Waddle (laughs) is number eight because I'm going to be real with you. Mm -hmm. I completely forgot about Debo Samuel. (laughs) Wow. You don't have him on your list? I didn't have him on my list. Holy fuck. I completely forgot about Debo. So Debo would be eight. Debo's eight. And then you'd put Jalen at nine. I'm putting Jalen at nine. Okay. So I have. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Am I about to put Debo at seven? <laughs> <laughs> Availability. Debo's more. Debo's more valuable to his team. Well, I don't know. That's a tough one because I mean, we, we just saw, saw last. We saw at the Bengals. Okay, saw. so this is the thing. I think Debo's more valuable in the 49ers offense with how they run it. Because, one, okay, so this is this is kind of stupid, but mm-hmm. hit me with it. So how the fuck? We'll be on this later anyway. Mm-hmm. The Bengals should be decent on offense, even without Jamar Chase. Yes, that is purely coaching. Yes, because arguably, when we were watching it last year, we didn't know if T Higgins was better. Yeah. So I mean, come on. I mean, Zach Taylor and Burrow all said we have three number one receivers. Well, that was certainly not true last night. Emerson had T. Higgins in purgatory. A rookie had T. Higgins in purgatory. in purgatory. Okay, let's just think about that. He is the number two. That's all he will ever be. And he gets no separation. That man's a fucking... So you're saying he's Mike Williams? He's Mike Williams on the Bengals. But Mike Williams, no, they're probably about equal, I would say. Mike Williams is probably be- bigger, more physical. I think T. Higgins is Slightly, I mean, Mike Williams gets nothing. Like sometimes T. Higgins will like beat you. Mike, I've, I every time I've seen Mike Williams, but catch T. The Higgins ball, isn't catching. He's not catching the best corners usually. No, Mike Williams is. Now he is. Yeah, 
But I feel like every time I see him catch the ball on any kind of corner, they're draped all on him. Yeah. He never just beats somebody off. Yeah. That pause. He never... <laughs> But, uh, but like if you if you flip the receivers, I think it would be the same outcome because like Jamar Chase isn't gonna do what Debo does in the 49ers. You know what I mean? I think he could do more with Debo on the Bengals. Yeah, he could certainly help their run game get going. Yeah, because they ain't got shit. Those two are real close. I put Jamar above just because of I mean the last. I'm putting Jamar. Yeah, right now. I mean, he did. Uh, he does have the record for rookie wide receiving yards. I mean, it's honestly last year what Debo had a thousand rushing and a thousand receiving. Yeah. It's hard to not put him in the top five after yeah. that. Let's be honest. But I mean, right now he's been hurt and he's not playing much. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I have Debo eight, nine. I have Waddle. <laughs> okay. What was your Waddle agenda? Why do you have him at nine? So this is my Waddle agenda. Okay. I believe Waddle can be a number one wide receiver on any team. Not any team. Besides, like, the ones that already have number ones. I think he can, like, hit. I think he could produce, if, like, Tyreek wasn't on the team, he could get, like, 1,500. Because <clears throat> I agree with that. Because of, and the only thing he needs to clean up is just, like, the fumbles. But he can run faster than everybody. He's actually a really good uh, deep ball catcher of jumping up. He's, uh, he's like, super athletic. And outside of, like, sometimes he fumbles, but he doesn't drop the ball. Yeah. And I think he's perfect. He'd be perfect for any quarterback. Because he can do, he can run deep routes. He can run, you know, a little hitch. He can run a five-yard. I think he's easily the best, uh, the best, um, well, we have to see how Calvin really is, but the best Alabama, you know, like the young wide receiver, right when we're pumping, fucking all of them out. Yeah, I think he's the best one, and I think he's only gonna grow more now because. How much is it with him being with Tua his whole career? Like how much of his production? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean they're like connections, perfect. It, Jalen Waddle and him, when two was throwing him, they had the highest passer rate. Yeah. Like any receiver QB duo. So they just get each other. Yeah. I mean. But I have Jalen Waddle at 10, so I think he's one of the best okay. receivers in football. Uh, fuck with it. Yeah. Um, I think Jalen Waddle is going to continue. I think if he goes away from Tua, I think he will have a harder time. Bears should have went all in on Jalen Waddle. <laughs> because <laughs> Tua throws such a specific football left-handed he throws such a specific football that it was that he like commented like how weird it was to switch in the beginning but he obviously loves loves catching the football from Tua um what else was I gonna say oh and it's only gonna help him develop more as a wide receiver I mean he's he can argue that's arguably like top five top three best second wide receiver to me top Two or three best what? Second. 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 Number two wide receiver. Well, he's the best second wide receiver. All right. I'm just making who sure. The, who the fuck is better at the number two spot on their team? No, I'm saying the, the NFL. It's a, what? I'm talking about duos? No. I'm saying Jalen Waddle is the best number two wide receiver. Top three number two wide receiver in the league. Yeah. And I was saying, who's a better number two wide receiver? Chris Godwin? Maybe. No. All right. Well, I'm just, 
I didn't want, I didn't know how far I could push this. Chris agenda. Godwin's probably the only one that you can even bring up as a better number two. Yeah. Who I mean who Christian Kirk not. <laughs> Christian Kirk's the one. So he's like twenty fifth out of best not ones. Be the one. <laughs> uh, and final thing I'm gonna say on Waddle, I think this is the best situation for him because not only is he still catching the football from his college teammate, but he's also learning from somebody who I think can only teach him is Tyreek Hill. I don't think anybody else can teach him how to play wide receiver except for Tyreek Hill. I think him and Tyreek Hill are perfect. Yeah, I think that's a perfect duo. Obviously the best. So you have Waddle at 10. Waddle at 10? That's what you have. Right? Oh, who I have you have 10? Well, you know how I got a 10. I don't. I got to push the agenda. Oh, God. Amari Cooper. Mm, Amari no. Cooper at 10. That's what I got. Amari Cooper at 10. No shot. Yes, sir. You. Uh, <sighs> Bo. <laughs> He's only. I get it. I get it. He's been amazing these two games. I bet you at the end of this, D Hop will probably be in my like, fucking top seven. But Listen, right now, it's Amari Cooper. D Hop is better than Amari Cooper. Not this year. It hasn't been close. It hasn't been close ever since they've been in the league, like playing all their games. Yeah, we're talking this season. This season. And D Hop has played two games. He's played two games and he's on pace to probably be the fucking one of the highest receiving receivers in the league. It ain't ain't happened yet. So I got Coop at number 10. Coop, anywhere he goes, has only been amazing. Shout out Jerry Jones. Shout out. Thank you. For the fifth round pick, all we had to send over. You can have that fifth round that pick. That fifth round bitch. pick better be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> or this shit's a wash. Yeah, Amari Cooper is fantastic. I have him at 12. 12? Yeah. Okay. Um, I got two vets at 11 and 12. I have no vets. Well, I have one vet. What? I don't have who you think I have. Your list has thrown me off. I don't have. I don't five. I don't people. have. I don't have who you think I have. I, I have a sleeper at twelve. Um, okay. But yeah, Coop is arguably top three. Mister consistent. Top three route runner. It doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. He's always going to get his. I mean, he literally, literally got Dak paid. He's uh. To me, he's like the Nick Chubb of receivers. He's just Mister consistent. Yeah. And he doesn't say a goddamn word. Which is what, like, uh, Gruden had an issue with him, that he's not a leader. And some people just aren't. I don't think receivers need to be leaders. No. Literally at all. <laughs> I think your production stands I think, for itself. I think, I guess, positional-wise, I guess, QBs, middle linebacker probably. And then, other than that, your two best players Yeah. need to be leaders. It doesn't matter what position they are. Well, was Amari the... Are the two best players on the Cowboys? On the Cowboys? Oh. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, now that I think about it, maybe. Definitely was for you the said Raiders. For the Raiders? That's why John Gruden didn't like him, because he wasn't a leader. Derek Carr was a good enough leader, though. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, some lead by example, some are just rah-rah guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we can't all be fucking Michael Irvin yelling at people. No. I mean, Coop, I mean and Coop has always been like this. He just... Yeah. Puts his head down, will silently kill you for 130, and go home and play chess. He's killing people for 130 with Jacoby Brissett. That's what I'm saying. Wait till Deshaun comes back. That's why I have him at 10. (laughs) I've always been a huge Coop fan. All he does is produce. 
So, uh, one of the best route runners I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen him in college. Yeah, unbelievable. Because I'm a Bama fan, and he, I mean, you want to talk about the the DBs not even in the camera shot? That's how fucking good he is. Yep. Um, I he's would, underrated. Yes. Him and D Hop get overlooked all the time. I think like the only issues that I did have with Coop was like um, going on the road. Sometimes he's not good on the road. But I think going to, as much as I hate to say it, I think, well, this was pre, well, did you guys already have Deshaun when you traded for Coop? We had Coop first. Okay, this was pre-Deshaun. I think. I'm pretty sure. This was pre-Deshaun. I thought, as much as I hate to say it, I thought this is a perfect situation for Coop because it's not the fucking Cowboys lights on you and playing for America's team. You're playing for the fucking Cleveland Browns. And he's just going to, you know, just chill. I think, like you said, he's Nick Chubb. Actually, we had Deshaun first. You did? Yeah. And then Coop later. No, he just chills. He's just going to have fun time in Cleveland and just stay in the house. He just seems like an introvert to me. And he'll just silently kill you. Him and Nick Chubb. Just silently kill you from 130. Yeah, we have a clear number one. And he is still one of the best receivers in football. Yeah, I don't know why people talk otherwise. Yeah, people are stupid. Uh, Number 11, I only have Sheer... It's because of sheer volume right now. Oh, God. And he needs to get... Once he gets more volume, then I'll have him higher. But right now, of a, as of this year, doesn't have a lot of volume. But the volume he does have is pretty fucking good. Who is it? D-Hop. Okay. I, it's just been two games. That's a vet. You can call him a vet. That's what I said. I said I got uh, one vet. I got D-Hop. I got Mike Evans at 11. See... Mike Evans didn't make my list. Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. And if you put him on any other team with a QB that can throw the ball deep, probably another thousand yards for him. He's never not had a thousand yards. He's another one that just gets overlooked. Facts. And he probably has the most touchdown passes or catches out of any receiver in the past six years. Because of this year, it's because this whole Buccaneers offense is just poop. <laughs> But D-Hop, I have D-Hop at 11. Uh, obviously, he's going to be higher for me once he continues to play more because Kyler Murray's going to hyper-target him. But um, people thought, you know, he might be rusty or whatever. Mm, just silently Fuck killed you. Fuck out of here, Just yeah. killed you. Just killed you. He's, he's not silent like Cooper. He'll yell at you. He's him. Um, I love D-Hop. I know my co-host loves D-Hop. Favorite receiver. Um, him and Stefan. Let's say D-Hop's your favorite receiver. He was before Stefan was in the league. Oh. And then Stefan came to the league. Whoa. Where is DeAndre from? Remember, Stefan and Cooper Cup, I both said would be good, and I drafted them the rookie years in yeah, fantasy, back to back years. So suck my dick. Where did DeHop come from? Uh, Clemson. Yeah, it was Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Um, I yeah. I just like DeHop. DeHop's like, he's so fucking funny on the field because. If you watch him, he never stops moving his hands. Yeah. Like, he's always opening and closing them. I think he is a, you know... A he doesn't drop center. anything. He has <laughs> probably... I say him and Cup are probably the best hands. Him, Cup, and Diggs. Probably the Hopkins best has the best hands in football. Yeah. We'll just put throwing some others in. Hopkins <laughs> you can throw in whoever the fuck <laughs> you want. If you throw a Hail Mary, we all know who's who's getting picked for that Hail Mary to catch. I think it's funny watching him catch, like, 
circus catches or catch ones that he has to like run because he runs so fucking weird. He does. He's like um, bow legged or something. I yeah, don't know. he's he's amazing. Um, he like drags. It looks like he's dragging his feet. This is the perfect. He's the perfect weapon for Kyler Murray. If anything needs to be consistent, it's him on that team. And I mean, he's he's that guy, and he's a, a nice guy. Pick does for it for his mama. Yeah. That's all that matters. So does Deshaun. <laughs> Get that monster out of here. Uh, Clemson boy is doing it for the moms. Number 12. Who do you have at number 12? I have Amari. Amari at 12? Mm-hmm. Who's your 11? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. You're not going to like my 12. I know I'm not. <laughs> all right, for number 12. My have... 12 is very reasonable, with Jalen Waddle being the only reach, in my opinion. I don't have any reaches. Oh! Mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Uh, Forgetting Debo is already a red flag. I don't know why I forgot about Debo. I, uh, I was also it. I was also up for like probably like twelve hours. So yeah, give me give me it. Let me hear your twelve so I can. Who do you think it is? I actually don't know. Uh, Saint Brown. Hell no. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He wears whites. Where's white? Every team in the NFL is white. White and blue. I just gave it away. White and blue. Why can't I think of any white and blue? Wide receiver, white and blue. Where's an iconic number for that team? Not CD, right? CD Lamb. You're fucking kidding me. (laughs) CD Lamb is my number 12. Um, So you're picking CD Lamb over Mike Evans? Yes. Mike Evans would be 13 for me. You are fucking nuts. I think... C- you think... Oh, my God. C.D. Lamb... C.D. Lamb has really surprised... Is what? Me, has really surprised me this year. He's been... There's a reason those motherfuckers were looking for Brandon Cooks. That has nothing to do with C.D. <laughs> yeah? It's because your number two is Noah Brown. Uh, <laughs> I think C.D. Lamb is going... In this second half stretch, is going to take the leap. And be wide receiver number one for the Cowboys. I just think uh, once Dak is fully good and he continues to throw it more, CD's going to eat. I see a slight connection coming along. Uh, as long as you work CD in a slot, I think he's going to be amazing for them. And he's, he's, yeah, like I said, he's really shown me out. Because in the beginning, I was like, oh no, why did I draft CD? But. I think with, like, how the Cowboys are going to do, and, like, it pisses me off to say they're going to they're gonna do well, but with how their schedule's looking, seems like they're going to do really well. Uh, the Buccaneers right now are shit, and if you're shit, that means you ain't going to be giving the ball to Mike Evans. Bro, Mike Evans is ahead of CD in yards. So, bro? <laughs> what is your... I don't understand your thought process. I bet she's going to have more yards than him at the end. I mean, you could be right. I will be right. Let me see what this... Hold on. Let me see. His catch percentage... CeeDee Lamb's catch percentage is 57.5%. Hey. Mike Evans is 66. Cooper Rush is throwing on the ball. Cooper Cup's catch percentage is 76. My goodness. Giving CeeDee a pass, Cooper Rush is throwing on the ball. Bro, get the fuck out (laughs) of here. CeeDee's that guy. No, he's not. I think he can be that guy. I'm just, you know, I'm just pushing some agendas, throwing some out there, you know. 
We like to have fun at DWC over here. Yeah, we like I, to forget Debo ever existed over here. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking crazy. I know he's been I, hurt. But. I apologize, Debo. Yeah, that's what I like. I was just like... You think I CD's would... better than DK Metcalf? Right now, yeah. So, I mean, DK's hurt. Oh, my. DK, like, the is like, DK drops the ball way too fucking much for me. I and saw CD drop a ball or two this year in important moments. He did drop that long-ass one that would have won me my league. That, yeah, won me that week. But. You could argue Terry McLaurin's better than CD. Fuck, stop. You but, could. Stop. Anyways. Keenan Allen? We didn't even mention Keenan Allen. Yeah, because he's all fucking hurt. <laughs> I can't put him in my 12. He's fucking hurt. Christian Kirk? No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Um, what the fuck was I going to say before you started doing No this way you line shit. these motherfuckers up in a draft and you're picking CD over DK Metcalf. D, oh, that's what it is. DK, DK has every single tool in his ability to be top five, and he just has not. And I don't know what the fuck it is. I mean, DK should be literally... We should literally see Mike Evans when we look at DK. And he just has not been. He has not been. It's been fucking more. Tyler Lockett has been putting on more show than fucking. What the DK. fuck has CD been doing? Everyone said number one. He's not playing like a number one. It's because he had Cooper Rush. Oh, I gotta, man. I gotta wait to see what the work with Dak. I gotta wait. I already see it with. I already see the Bucks. They suck. <laughs> so. And he's still leading yardage on fucking CD Lamb. Tom Brady stinks unless he's passing it to Mike. Mike was blanketed by James Pierre. You don't even know who the fuck that is. Exactly. <laughs> he's not in my top 12. I had... You can have CD. I know you draft him, but you don't have to dick ride him like this. I'm not even dick riding. <laughs> if I'm dick riding anybody, it's fucking Jalen Waddle. No one's picking CD over Mike Evans. If the Cowboys could I do a that. player trade right I now. I get that. See, see, you keep doing these player for player. I'm saying they're on their team as is right now. CD, I believe, will have better stats than Mike Evans. It's more of the turmoil of Tom Brady. You're, you're, that's a risky bet because Tom Brady really only throws to two people and Dak spreads it out more. Plus, Dak, their offense is more like a system. The Bucks are just fucking throw it. They suck right now. I think they suck, and he's still getting three seventy-seven yards a game. Like Mike Evans is gonna get his. <laughs> he's gonna fucking get. He his. didn't get his against the fucking Steelers. That's your best time to get yours. What did he fucking have against the Steelers? I think like 40. 40 or fifty. Yeah, he did drop a touchdown, didn't he? Mm. CD ain't doing that. Yeah, he already did. <laughs> he ain't gonna do it with Dak now. Yeah. Dak elite. You're gonna be really pissed when he in my top five quarterback. <laughs> we pushing this Dak agenda. But that was He had uh, his worst game against y'all. Yeah. He, well, he had four targets and four receptions. He never got thrown to he again. Fucking stinks. He had a hundred percent catch rate. He was blanketed. He had a hundred percent catch rate. What he the was, fuck you want from him? If Tom Brady's blanketed. not seeing him, he's not seeing him. That's what I'm saying. Dak won't see CD. They gonna see that 88 on the back. That was our top 12 wide receiver rankings. Um, I'm gonna list mine. 
So I have number one, Tyreek Hill. Number two, Cooper Cup. Number three, Stephon Diggs. Number four, Jay Jettis. Number five, Devontae Adams. Number six, A.J. Brown. Number seven, Jamar Chase. Number eight, Debo Samuel. Number nine, Jalen Waddle. Wild. Yes, I said it. Jalen Waddle. Number 10, yes, I said it, Amari Cooper. Wild. Number 11, D-Hop. I just need more time, and he'll be up there. Get over yourself. People are lucky I didn't put him top five. Yeah, that would have been sick work. And number 12, <laughs> yes, I said it, C.D. Lamb. Wild. You're forgetting the OGs in the league. This is a new league, old man. I'm going to keep... Let me tell you the real list. <laughs> One, Tyreek Hill. Two, Stephon Diggs. Three, Cooper Cup. Four, Justin Jefferson. Five, Devontae Adams. Eh. Six, A.J. Brown. Seven, Jamar Chase. Eight, Debo Samuel. Nine, DeAndre Hopkins. Ten, Jalen Waddle. You're welcome for me then putting him in the top ten. Eleven, Mike He's Evans. Him. Twelve, Amari Cooper. I bet you if you ask me this list again, I'm putting A.J. over Devontae. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> Devontae ain't hitting right now. No, he's not. But we have to respect. We, we have, have to, to respect. respect. Like, I have respect for Mike Evans. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You have zero respect for a guy who's had every year over 1,000 yards. It's not like I have a grudge against him or anything. Anyways, that was our top 12 wide receiver rankings. We'll probably do running backs next week. Right? Yeah, we can do running backs. Running next backs week. next week. Um, but now... We are going to get into the recap of week eight. Some crazy games, especially the one last night. We gotta, we gotta pick up the, the pace here. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna wrap it in off. So, so let's go. I know what, we won't. Ten and five. <laughs> ten and five. We went ten and five this week. Both of us. We just cannot. We we pick four games against each other, and we always go two and two in those four games. I don't know what to say. We have yet to go negative on picks. We both have had our moments of doing better than the other. But we're pretty much dead even on picks. I don't Dude, know what some to say. Of, some of ours have been reaches, too, and they just work out. Yeah, I mean, I'm 70-52-1, and one, and he's 73-49-1. and one. So, I mean, we're both over 70 wins. Keeping the three-game streak alive. Yeah, I don't really know what to say. We're pretty good at picking. I'm just about to pick everything you pick now. <laughs> yeah. <just laughs> so I keep the lead. <laughs> I'm going to go opposite, then. I'm going to let you go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into this recap. Thursday night was a snooze fest. Ravens at the Buccaneers. The Ravens won 27-22. I told you the Ravens would win. Yeah, this is I'm, I'm going to make this quick. This is the first game where I, it was noticeable that Tom Brady's arm looked shot on deep balls. Yeah, so let's go. Let's go. We, we're giving Tom, are we still giving Tom Brady a pass? No. All right. Not thank, giving Tom Brady a pass. God. Yeah. Come to my side. He glows. I mean, efficiency is still there for Tom Brady, but the deep ball's not, and I think that affects his game. And I think with them not having a run game, I just they're not going to overcome this. No. Um, it was honestly, I mean, very satisfying for me as a Tom Brady hater to see this on national television. But it is crazy to see like the deterioration of somebody's arm as they get older. And it just, it's crazy how this year, like last year, it, we, we were like, oh my God, is Tom Brady fucking five years younger? Like, he was slinging that motherfucker. Yeah. And now, it's just like, I don't know if it's just everything piling on him, but he's like one of the most ultimate competitors I've seen. So, 
It's so weird seeing like how shot his arm is. Yeah. I I, yeah, I mean Lamar had a solid game. After the game he actually signed a sign that said pay him now. So that's interesting. Yeah. Pay him now. Pay him now. I, I don't know. Don't pay him. Yeah. I hope he goes somewhere else. I hope he goes to the NFC. Tom Brady's job? Tom Brady's in your nest. <laughs> What's up? The Buccaneers? The Buccaneers? Oh, my God. Him in Tampa? Yeah. Him in Florida would be good. Somewhere. That would be good to see. Maybe Miami. Uh, I think the Buccaneers' defense is an absolute mess right now. Yeah, the Buccaneers Shaq have Barrett lost. out for the year. Oh, yeah, Shaq Barrett's out for the year. Um, They're fucked. We said earlier the video warned uh, that Warren Sapp posted Devin White. If that ain't the most what the fuck are you doing play, like yeah. that's crazy. I get it, the play is so far from you, but still, like you are the kind of the tone setter of this defense. You and Levante David, and you're out there literally walking. Yeah, he's lucky no lineman just came in and fucking absolutely mauled him. It's really unfortunate for all the people that hate Tom Brady and the Buccaneers that they're in this division mm-hmm. because they're clearly still in the playoff race. Yeah. <laughs> Even after starting 3-5, and five, Brady's worst record. But now they're not the division leader, right? It's the Falcons? It's the Falcons by Falcons. game. He, um, yeah, I picked the Ravens to win this. Uh, it wasn't my testament of how good the Ravens are. I just think the Buccaneers are awful right now mm. and it doesn't and especially now that the trade deadline passes it doesn't seem like they're going to get any better uh the people that they have out are out for a significant time and if they're not going to make the playoffs then it's it's a wash and they shouldn't let those guys back in anyway um it's so weird seeing uh i mean i know we call him playoff lenny because he performs in the playoffs but it's so weird not seeing a run game now, especially the winner for now. There are lines in shambles. It's like the Rams. Yeah. Not very good. Yeah. It's interesting seeing Tom Brady get hit, hit a lot now. He's getting smacked around. All right, let's go to the London game. The Broncos versus the Jaguars. The Broncos won 21-17. What do we have to say about Russell Wilson? Every time I pick against the fucking Broncos, they win. <laughs> and Russ actually led a game-winning drive. I mean... Yeah. Is he not the guy? Is he not the guy? Broncos country, let's ride. Had two very important drives at the end of each half to pull within three and then take the lead for the first time in the game. It's so weird saying, like, in the Broncos trade, like, no offense gone to the Seahawks. So we're all like, oh, that Albert, Albert O kid's about a hoop. Nope. It's some rookie tight end. Was it Dulix or Dulix or something? Um, seems to be Russell's favorite target over the middle, which is weird because Russell never looks over the middle. But yeah, had a had a pretty good game on all fronts. Very balanced. Latavius uh, Murray and Melvin Gordon were getting it done, and pulled out the dub. Um, I I mean, I'm still high on Trevor Lawrence. He he probably had his. Worst or second worst game of the year? Probably second worst. I mean, it was against the best defense. It's just since the best defense. But so. still, you got to show something. I saw a tweet that said Trevor Lawrence never looks really bad, but he never really looks really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Especially for like the hype of him coming in and like the prospects and all. Like, this is the best prospect. I like Trevor Lawrence, Andrew but Lowe. I just don't think he has the weapons. Not yet. Trevor Etienne did really good. He is starting to shine. If there's any silver lining, 
in the game for the Jaguars. It's uh, you made the right choice in making Trevor Etienne the uh, feature back. Twenty four carries, one hundred fifty six yards on the touchdown. All right, let's go to the craziest game of the day: the Panthers at the Falcons. The Falcons won thirty seven to thirty four in OT. This was the most entertaining game. There were eleven lead changes in the game. It went back and forth from the very first snap of the football mm-hmm. the entire time. This was a this was a great game. Um, just two fucking C plus quarterbacks going at it. Let's go. Uh, obviously, <laughs> hey PJ Walker. I mean they up? they bench Baker. Let's start it's, an agenda. It's, it's PJ Walker season. Um. I think I think I like PJ Walker. I like what he brings to the table. Um, I, I mean, we're gonna talk about the play. The play. I mean, the throw is probably uh, that's the best throw I've seen this year so far. Yeah, and definitely up there. DJ, they and they said like the whole DJ Moore thing of the taking the helmet off, but he wasn't on the field technically. He was off the field. Yeah, I mean. That really was the story of the game. Like, who cares the Falcons won or the Panthers lost? It was just DJ Moore got completely shredded for taking his helmet off. I mean, we saw Stephon Diggs do it. Either way, like, a fucking... And he was on the field. Like, an NFL kicker should be able to kick a... Oh, send the shots to some Florida Gators? Dude, I don't care. He's not on my team <laughs> anymore. Like, come on. You got to hit. Even even I mean, after he missed that PAT in overtime, Mariota gave him a gift. I threw was, a pick. Yeah. And then he missed that field goal. That, one, that one's worse, I think, than the PAT. Yeah. I and mean, the PAT was backed up to, what, like 48-yarder instead of, a, instead of, what, a 35? Yes, it was something. It went, like, 42 yards or something. Yeah. But, I mean, they pay you to kick, man. That's what I'm saying. They pay you the kick. Like, DJ Moore gets an unsportsmanlike for showing emotion on a last-second touchdown Hail Mary. Like, come on. And he was off the field. He took it off off the field. People uh, are acting like DJ Moore has, like, been a pain in the ass. Yeah. Diva. Like, have you ever heard him speak? No. I don't even know what he sounds like. Uh, the only He's not time, like Odell. The only time I've ever heard DJ Moore talk is when um, the reporters are asking him about how he feels when he said big. When Baker said that the wide receiver should do... I mean, Matt Rule said the wide receiver should do better. And he was like, what do you think? (laughs) So, I'm a huge DJ Moore fan. I think he should have been traded for his own sake to get the hell out of the... Yeah, I feel bad. Since 2018, he's been there. Um, This is definitely a poverty franchise, so... Yeah. But for the Falcons, sole leaders in the NFC South now. Yeah. And a hard-fought win. Yunwei Koop banged it in. Um, Kyle Pitts, two touchdowns in two consecutive yeah, games. I'm starting to I'm starting to love to see it. He's coming alive on my fantasy team. Was Arthur Arthur Smith was tired of hearing about it, and he started giving it to the best player on the team. Yep. All right. Let's go to the Bears at the Cowboys. The Cowboys won forty nine to twenty nine. I think Justin Fields is starting to figure it out a little bit. What did we say? I know. <coughs> they're starting to let him throw more, but they're also getting designed runs. <coughs> yes. Um, you know, shout out Matt Eberflus, shout out the OC. Uh, I get you guys are avid listeners of the DWC podcast because all we've been preaching is let just let him throw it. Yeah, just let him throw it, and he's actually starting to comprehend what the hell's going on. I know this was a tough battle for him because the Cowboys' defense is just that good. 
and it's starting to starting to click a little bit for him. I hopefully with Chase Claypool over there now, at least somebody. I mean, he's a goofball, but when he plays, you know, <sighs> plays fucking football. So hopefully that'll be a good addition. But to me, the biggest part of this game was Tony Pollard. Yeah. Tony Pollard had a monster game. And I think, which is funny because Zeke was saying, oh, yeah, I'm good. I want to play. I want to play. Because he knew. He knew if fucking Tony Pollard went off, it's going to start looking worse and worse for him. Of why should we keep you on the yeah, team? Yeah, they play a lot faster with Tony Pollard. In. Yeah. Um, the only knock I give Tony Pollard is he, he can't pass block because he's fucking tiny. Uh, that's one of the main things I think Zeke is like the best. Zeke gonna at. be a third down back. <sighs> Zeke gonna be a no back. Uh-huh. He gonna he gonna he gonna be playing for Shanghai Sharks. Shanghai Sharks, baby. Um, yeah, they scored on their first four drives of the game. Pretty much put the Bears in a tough spot early. Yeah. Um, Bears got it going. They pulled back within five points, but then some stupid play. They let I think the very next drive they let the. Cowboys drive right down yeah. the score. Um, division, I mean, the schedule's only going to get easier for the Cowboys, so it's probably going to be a lot of this, and then their agenda is going to be pushed, especially with how weak the NFC is. I fucking hate the Cowboys. <laughs> Bears are, I'm interested to see what the Bears, this is good though, because next year is the big year for the Bears, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, they're now prepping for the future, and this is a good experience for Justin Fields. They're gonna, they were gonna have two second round picks for that future, but shout out, shout out the Bears, shout out Chicago. Yeah, they got a receiver. Now you don't have to hit on a receiver in the draft. They can mm-hmm. focus on other areas. Not that oh. we're the biggest on Chase Claypool, but I think he can be very serviceable. Yeah, I mean they're still gonna draft a receiver. Yeah, it's just now they don't have to go super high on one and then miss potentially wasting a pick. Yeah, they have nine. Well, now eight picks in the 2023 draft and over $100 million in cap space. Someone O-line help yeah. in free agency. They got a lot of money to throw around. And then next year, with all the experience Justin Fields has after two years, now you better put it all together. Don't waste it. This is, this is going to be a big year next year for the Bears. Yeah. Cowboys look good. Bears are building for the future. But they're still a tough out. You do not want to play that team. Mm-hmm. All right, Dolphins at the Lions. The Dolphins won 31-27. Oh, here we go. Two agenda. Oh, what's up? 5-0 and is the starter this year. What's up? He's looking like a top 10 quarterback to me. I'm just saying. I mean, what else? It's hard to expect? argue with the stats, I guess. What else do we expect? Tua Tagovailoa is that guy. He continues to produce. Offense obviously loves it when Tua's behind the helm. And all he does is throw the hell out of the ball. I mean, can you ask for more? You just, you know, you got to Let's the slow our roll here. This was the worst defense in the league it by a mile. It don't matter. When you get it done, you get it done. 5-0 and as a starter. He's played in some big games. He's got dubs. That's all that matters. Yeah, winning now, is all that matters. And now they got Bradley Chubb, which is going to help him in the pass rush since they're abysmal in there. And... Um, the best thing to win this league is to get to the quarterback and not have them get to your quarterback. And this is such a Lions loss. 
They were control. They came out hot. Went up twenty seven to fucking what ten, mm-hmm. and then twenty twenty seven to seventeen at the yeah. end of the first half. Didn't score the rest of the game. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, when you go when you go against two in the second half, I mean, two has scored twice in the second half. It's not like he fucking went off. I mean, when you got you when you got that guy, you got that guy. Dude, the you Lions have a negative one hundred eleven. Defensive EPA, and that's negative twenty more than the next worst. <laughs> I'm pretty so, sure me and you could play QB against that defense. So if you're the Lions, are you getting Will Anderson or are you getting a QB? You need a QB. Goff isn't the problem, but he's not the answer. Yeah, but I mean, is there anybody generational? You go QB. All right, the Lions. You go QB, and then you get the next best available player. Whether it doesn't matter what position they're in. That's just how you do it. I don't think they have a first rounder next year. I think they have two first round this year, though, don't they? Um, for who? Who did they give up? Yeah, maybe they don't. But either way, you go QB. You have to. With this know, draft, man. how can you pass up on this QB draft? Next year's draft's gonna be good too. Who? You could, you know what? Who's gonna be better than Bryce and CJ Stroud in next year's draft? I mean, he very well could be. Potential. See, Anthony Richardson's a lot like Josh Allen. Yeah. He's very raw, and if he goes to the right place and progresses well in that system, he needs to go to a consistent place. And he's and guess what? He's more athletic than Josh Allen. Well, Caleb Williams, or does he need another year? He'll be gone next year. So, yeah, Caleb Williams. What's up? You think Caleb Williams is better than C.J. Stroud? No, but I don't see any defensive players being as good as Will Anderson. Is Caleb Williams Kyler Murray? I think he's. I think he has potential to be better than Kyler Murray. I think he's a better thrower of the football. Mm, they they seem very similar to me, and attitude wise, they're very similar. Also, I don't but, know what it is about fucking what's his name at USC, Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley, but he gets these fucking divas at QB. Besides Jalen. Well, that was a transfer. He didn't recruit him. Baker was a transfer. Yeah, he's not. He wasn't a diva. He was an asshole. Kyler (laughs) was a transfer. No, he was. Hmm. Where did Kyler come from? I don't know. Was that another Texas Tech? It might have been. No. I know he transferred though. Um. But do you see any defenders in college? For next year's draft, that's going to be as good as Will Anderson? Mm, not necessarily right now. Exactly. I'd rather get Will Anderson and suck it up with Goff for another year. No shot. <laughs> no chance that happens. And Or you could get, I mean, there's going to be there's going to be QBs, uh, Texas a and Okay, I knew it was a Texas. There's going to be QBs. You can get Hendon Hooker. I don't think Hendon Hooker is going to be first round. Be Hendon Hooker. Ooh. What's up? That one's tough. Hendon Hooker and Tennessee are. I mean, they're putting up the same numbers as Joe Burrow and LSU did with less talent. Or you could get Stetson Bennett. (laughs) Hendon Hooker looks like the best QB in football. Yes, but he won't be drafted. Because of his age. Yes. Someone will take a chance on him. This is going to be the fucking Lions. 
at one, <laughs> two, three. Oh, no. That would be wild if someone got Hooker at one. Stroud is the clear number one QB. To me, yes. But he's not the best passer of the ball to me. He already knows the best passer of the football. Come on, don't even, don't, don't do it. Uh, How? How? I don't know about that. How? How? It's all Bryce Young. You know what I'm talking about, baby. I don't know about that. Who? Who's Stroud makes some crazy Bro, ass throws. Stop. His arm talent's better. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Stroud is just taller, bro. His That's arm tall. talent, he has a stronger arm. I don't know about that, bro. He can make NFL throws. Bryce Young has... Bryce Young is good, don't get me wrong, but he's a lot like fucking Tua in a way, where his arm isn't the fucking cannon that it we needs to be in the NFL. do this agenda to Bryce too, bro. <laughs> Bryce did Plus, Bryce. he's fucking like 180 pounds. Hey, bro, Bryce won Heisman. Stroud did not. You're right. Stroud ain't gonna win it this year either. I agree. It's gonna be Henry Hooker. Hooker. You want to talk about best deep ball thrower in NCAA, and it's Hendon Hooker. It's not even close. Alright, we're getting way off fucking topic. Who were we even talking about? We were talking about the Dolphins Alliance. Okay. <laughs> The Lions suck. Yeah, the Lions, Lions are going to be one of the worst teams Lions in football. Lions are going to be top three pick. Um, Campbell's gone. Campbell needs to go yesterday. Um, he's a good, you know, rise your spirits up. Hey, you know, we're a good fucking football team, but, you know, you're not a good coach. Yeah. So, I mean, if I have to look at you, if I have to think about what side of the ball you're on, not a good coach. Yeah. Dolphins looking like a team to beat in the AFC. They Unfortunately. Yeah, they only got better. So, I mean, that division is pretty good right now. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go Cardinals at the Vikings. Vikings won 34-26. Talk your shit, Pat Pete. Pat Talk your shit. Pete was a menace on Sunday. Talk your shit. Too bad he got stones for hands, but yeah. talk your shit. So, Vikings are now three games up. We're not going to spend much time on the Cardinals. The Vikings are now, prediction is, we're almost there. <laughs> like actually we're almost there for that prediction yes sir <laughs> um, the Vikings are three games up in the division eight weeks in how did we not have them winning the division we were so high for them we were I I just couldn't it all came down to QB yeah. like I couldn't put the Vikings above Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers but now they're three games up if they fuck this up this is like one of the worst collapses. It's a long season. I get it. Mm-hmm. But like three games up in eight weeks, like you need to win and the division. You look clearly better than everybody else in your division. Yeah. Like you're six and one. You're clearly I think, better. I think what helps them, honestly, is they're the most stable in any of the, the yeah. in the division. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just turmoil in every other team in the division. Yeah. I, I like the coach the Vikings have. Kevin O'Connell is that. And he seems to be very level-headed and yeah. doesn't make too many bad mistakes. Young offensive coaches, man. It seems like that's the wave. Yeah. Um, They're all coming from three di- from two different guys, Sean McVay and Kyle and Shanahan. Shanahan. Um, that's where they're all coming from. Um, they just got Hawkinson, so their offense is only going to be better. Mm-hmm. And they're going to just keep trucking along. Um, defense is not too great, but if you got an offense... That can do what they can do, and they've got a little bit of luck on their side now. 
I don't know what God Kirk Cousins prayed to, but it's working out. It's just like it's weird to me because are they overachieving? They're 11th in offensive EPA and 18th in defensive EPA, so they're like middle of the pack. Yeah. So I mean, is it schedule? They just keep win- is coach coaching coaching. They're just winning, winning these close, close games. games. They couldn't win last year. Yeah. And the year before that, I just think O'Connell's just a better coach than Mike Zimmer. Yeah. At the at the point of Mike Zimmer's career. I yeah I I can see that, and now they're just adding pieces like Zadarius yeah. Smith and Hawkinson like they got better. Um, not much to say about the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are gonna just stay as the team that they are. Um, I mean, they could they could be the worst in the division if the Rams weren't so fucking shit. Yeah, they would be the worst in the division because I I would take the Seahawks over them right now. Yeah, they um, actually play this week. Then you'll know who I'm taking. <laughs> um, Cliff Kingsbury should have been gone yesterday. Uh, he's just not that guy, and it continues to be a back and forth shouting match with Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. And Cliff Kingsbury doesn't look like he knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah, he'll be gone. I think. Even though to. they just extended him. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta cut your losses. Gotta uh, know yeah. I took the hell. <laughs> All right, let's go. Raiders at the Saints. The Saints won twenty-four to nothing. I got. This is another short one. I think the Raiders season is done. I actually heard today that they're already shopping for a new coach. I heard that the owner said that he's our guy. Today. No chance. Is it today or yesterday that he's our guy? Today I heard they're shopping right now. They're looking around. So imagine the scenario. Josh McDaniels gets fired here in the next two weeks. And Bill Belichick says, give me that. He goes back to the Patriots. And the Patriots' offensive production goes back up to around 15 to 13. With a top five defense that they have. And then they slip into the playoffs, passing the Jets... And the fucking Dolphins. It pisses me off. No, not that <laughs> second one. Not that second one. It pisses me off that this is true. Um, it seems like every... It seems like Bill Belichick is just Thanos. And everybody that tries to leave... What did that bring you back? Yeah. Back to me. <laughs> um, everybody that leaves Bill Belichick's nesting tree just goes off and does nothing. So... Besides Vrabel. Besides Vrabel. Vrabel's the only one. Vrabel is a lot like him, though. So, yeah. I mean, it's like a spinning I coach. love Vrabel. Great coach. Um, players guy. Players guy. <laughs> That's my guy. Love Vrabel. Um, but Josh McDaniels needs to get fired yesterday. Um, it just boggles my mind how you, not only are you this record, are you providing this many offensive points, this many offensive yards, with the people that you have on your team. Yeah. Not only are you doing that, there's no excuse. I don't care if you are the worst offense. My team got blown out 35-3. to three. Yeah. We scored a point. Yeah, on arguably the best defense in football. There is no excuse for you to get shut out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no excuse. I think... Um, 183 total yards. I think it was late in the fourth <laughs> that the Raiders... Finally crossed the fifty yard line. Pull. I think like I the that. Saints are not that good. No, no. They're actually the most average team of football. They're fifteenth in offensive EPA and fifteenth in defensive EPA. Probably shot up from that shutout. Yeah, you're probably right. Their defensive EPA was probably not that good until the shutout. Um, 
Yeah, it was just bad on offense. They couldn't get anything going. <sighs> Which, like, pisses me off. Because then people are going to correlate that to Derek Carr being bad. I, just, I like Derek Carr. This is not a good showing. I mean, it doesn't matter if your coach is that bad. There's no excuse for you to get shut out. Yeah. Um, the biggest issue of this game to me was how the hell do you forget that Alvin Kamara catches the ball? It makes no sense. Yeah, Saints got back to what they did best. That's all they need to do. Just give the ball to them. Yeah, I th- it's interesting. Saints are still in the division race because of how bad that division is. Yeah. Raiders season is over. Yeah. I c- Good fucking night. Easily, that's going to be the worst uh, team in the division. And yeah. the coach will get fired. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sean Payton. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Patriots at the Jets. The Patriots won 22-17. Now, I've always said this. What does Bill Belichick do best? He lets your franchise know if you have a franchise QB or not. (laughs) This really hurts me, y'all. I've been a huge New York football team fan of this year. Um, I've stuck with the New York teams. They've been doing well. I'm going to let you know right now, New York Jets, Zach Wilson is not your franchise QB. pains me to say this. But, I mean, it looked like he was out there throwing with a blindfold on. Some of the throws that he was making, I like, I probably would have asked for a refund if I was at that game. Yeah, that was bad. Like, we were watching a throw, and you could tell. This is how you know. Let me spin this for you. This is how you know a throw is bad. If you see, if you see him throw the ball, and without even looking at where it's going to go, you know that's just going to get picked. Yep. Like there was some of his some of his throws. He was doing jump ball throws. He was throwing it. It was clear he was trying to he was like throw it out of bounds. No, threw it to the defender. Yeah. I mean, this was the wildest dismantling of a QB I've seen in a hot minute. Like he played so bad. Like so bad. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not. He's not a franchise QB. You know what I've said in the past. I rebuke my statement. He's not a franchise QB. Yeah, I think Bill kind of. They took away the run game, which has been the strength of their offense mm-hmm. the past few games, and he said, "All right, Zach, beat us." And guess what? He could not. <laughs> um, yeah, it sucks when you lose Brees Hall. I mean, Brees Hall was literally the offense, uh, which is a testament to your QB as of itself anyways. Yeah. But he's just not the guy right now. I don't know what they're going to do to try to make him the guy. <clears throat> but he also... We'll you really don't even have to do much on that team. Like, the biggest overachievers right now in the NFL is the Jets' defense. They're fourth in EPA. Fourth. They're the fourth best defense in football right now. You don't have to do much. Just don't turn it over. That's it. That's it. They beat the Patriots if he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> I mean, he still scored. He still threw, what, two touchdowns? I think Tyler, two. Tyler Conklin. Yeah. Um, 
which just seems to be his target in the red zone. Um, yeah, Zach Zach Wilson just like just drive killers was just throwing drive killer throws, mm. and we didn't know where the hell he was throwing it to, and the Patriots feasted. If he didn't have those turnovers, they probably would have won the game. Yep, but sometimes people are just they got the turnover bug. They just they just gotta like force Sam it. Darnold. They just gotta force it. They're itching to make the big play, and they just can't fucking do it. Anything else on Zach? <laughs> Patriots, all the Patriots need is like a fucking average offense and they will make the playoffs with the defense they have. Yeah, and I think right now, honestly, if I'm being real, it's quarterback. As much as I love Mac Jones, yeah, I mean, people I mean, people like Bailey Zappi, I think it's quarterback. Because, yep. I mean... I don't think Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are the. Uh, they don't know what the fuck. So hopefully, Josh McDaniels gets fired and they can pick him up midseason, and um, then they just run the same offense they did last year. Yeah, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge just seem like Beavis and Butthead to me. I don't really know what the fuck's going on. Um, moments, but I I truly believe they have a number one wide receiver in Jacoby Myers. I don't know about that. For them, he's I mean, when is. When is the last time they've had a wide receiver that actually he's, getting he's separation? Great. I'm high on Jacoby Myers. He's, he's actually getting separation. He's not a one. For the Patriots. Uh, he's actually getting separation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Patriots are going to continue to <clears throat> do the running back and then pass at Jacoby Myers. <laughs> and then just rely on their defense. Yeah. Alright, let's go to Steelers at the Eagles. The Eagles won 35-13. You're going to really throw these back-to-back to me? Oh, yeah. Get you some Steelers top. <sighs> um, it is 11.32. Tuesday, November 1st. 11.32 p.m. On the dot. And Matt Canada still my OC. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know how after you see that poor performance, you still have him as your OC. But he's got to go. And if he's going to be the scapegoat of why my team's having this terrible season, he can be the scapegoat. But he's got to go. Um, I, I need the Roonies to call me personally and tell me that we're tanking and that we need him as the centerpiece for our tank. And then I'll be okay with it. Other than that, he's got to go. Um, guys, this is what a rookie QB looks like. A rookie QB getting thrown into the fire. This is what it looks like. I think we've been very oversaturated with how young, how these young QBs have been killing it, <clears throat> how they've been progressing, and how fast they're progressing at. It's not one of these. This is going to be a slow grind. You just got to strap in, Steelers fans. You just got to strap in. Um... I think, if anything, I think our corners are more of the issue than our own offense. There's no reason in hell, and I mean, there's no reason in hell that one man should have three touchdowns. That should just not happen. It's a testament of your pride on defense, and I have a defensive coach, and I'm calling him into question on why somebody has three touchdowns. It makes no sense. I mean, there's, that meme is going to be up there for the rest of their lives of them getting pointed at because A.J. Brown just scored on them for the third time. 
Um, other than that, the only silver lining I see is we're getting a little bit better at stopping the run. Um, maybe that's just because people just want to pass on us and don't want to run the ball because passing works. Um, we should see if we're going to get T.J. Watt back after this bye. We're on a bye week, thank God, because we need it. And if we start the bye week off um, and Matt Canada is still my OC, then we're going to have some issues. Uh, Eagles continue to be undefeated. Uh, they have a, actually a chance of going completely undefeated with how easy their schedule is. Um, Jalen Hurts continues to progress as a passer, and I – Love seeing it. Unfortunately, it was against my team. But I love seeing it. Um, not much else to say. <laughs> we need to figure this out. Because, I mean, Omar Khan's been doing a pretty good job. We got a corner. Not that this corner's going to save us. But we got a corner. And we got an extra second-round pick. So, I think that's going to lean more into online or corner draft picks. So, this is a just sit back and just take the blows and see where we are next year. I'm already calling it. Season's over. We're yeah, done. I think the Steelers' season is definitely over. I mean, you have no offensive production. It doesn't look like it's going to get any better. Matt right. Canada needs to go. I second that. Um, other than that, Steelers are done for. Um, the only issue... Um, like, we're 32nd on offense. Like, it's so bad. Highest paid defense for what? Well, one of my players isn't playing. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Hopefully, when he, hopefully, he's supposed to come back off the bye. The only issue I do have with firing an OC, I wouldn't make – it's fine firing an OC if your head coach call, can call plays. But if I fire my OC, who the fuck is calling plays for me? Um, I don't want Mike Tomlin to fucking do it. Um, I mean, we're going so low as the Steelers fans wanting Ben Roethlisberger to be our OC. But – he said he wants to be a coordinator of the armchair. So, hopefully he stays on the couch. Um, well, hopefully we get get some kind of young OC. Maybe like a little Joe Brady or something. I don't know. Well, shum, shum, shum. Um, and we progress. This will be... Those are fire. This will be... Um, I If, we, if we're going to do this, all right? Hear me out here. We're going to get a top three pick. I think we seriously need to consider going down the rest of the season if Kenny Pickett's our guy. <sighs> I, I would hope that he... I think he is for right now. And we get Will Anderson. I would rather trade down, honestly. Because the teams... I mean, like the Giants are going to need a quarterback. They're doing better. They're not going to be in the top three. Um, but... Uh, it would be strong consider if he's not our guy, then we need to get Stroud or Bryce. Especially if we end up with the number one pick. But, yeah, not much else to say. The Eagles are just better, a better team. Yeah, I think the Eagles are definitely a Super Bowl contender. Great on offense, great on defense. They handle business. Nothing much else to say about them. Uh, let's go to a snooze fest. Titans at the Texans, seventeen to ten. Malik Willis, first start, not very good. He only threw it ten times though, so not much to be. See, this game was just all Derrick Henry. Thirty-two carries, two hundred nineteen yards, and two touchdowns. 
Bringing it back to Alabama, Derrick Henry. I mean, is he not just the best back in the NFL or what? You know what I mean? No. Is he not just not. the greatest? You he gets know what the mean? most carries out of any back in the NFL. The best back should get the most carries. Anyways, is he not just the greatest? You know what I mean? I mean, Texans are new coming into this game. They're going to run the ball, and what they couldn't even stop it. 200 yards. My guy is that guy. 32 carries. Took it like it's nothing. A champ. A king. The last king. Oh, my God. Dick Rider. And I I need a new butt because this guy is the king. Yeah. Um, I... Probably come, I already knew coming in Malik Willis wasn't gonna you know throw out on a spectacular air show. Rabel didn't even let him. No, ten ten throws. He's pulling his best Mariota impression. Yeah. Um, Texans are just Texans. a poverty franchise, so they'll probably they'll have a top three pick. Top three pick, uh, QB or Will Anderson. I'm surprised they didn't make some trades today. They need to trade for some draft capital. They should have traded Brandon Cooks when nobody wanted that 18. I'll, yeah. I'll take take some of the salary. Fuck it. If Packers were giving a second rounder yeah. for Chase Claypool. I know. But he's on his rookie contract still, right? Yeah. But if I give, if you give me second, third, I'll take half that salary. Yeah. It's just nine mil. It's well, not like you're paying anybody anyway. Titans are running away with the division. Two game lead eight weeks into the season. And their defense has been lights out over the five game win streak. Why do we, Why did we doubt them? I don't know. It's just because we hated Tannehill. Tannehill, that yeah. Much. That's literally the only reason I picked the Colts because I hate Tannehill. I hate Tannehill that much. Tannehill's not even playing and they're still winning. Uh, you don't need to play. Yeah. All right, let's go. Commanders at Colts, seventeen to sixteen. The Commanders won. Heineke not just the greatest. I have nothing more to say about this game <laughs> than the Colts' offense being horrendous. If they had an average offense in this game, they win by two touchdowns. Yeah. Washington looked horrible the entire game. <laughs> to the fourth quarter, baby, that's when it matters. This game got the Colts OC fired. I'm assuming Frank Reich is going to call plays from here on out because he is fighting for his life. <laughs> you want to know how, like, all right, let me talk about the game before I talk about some other shit. So, Fuck the game. I, I could care less about this So game. Heineke's that guy. Um, just does it in the fourth quarter. And... The Colts are also tanking, vying for that top three pick. Probably going to get a quarterback. Uh, I'm pretty sure we already know that Sam Ellinger is not that guy, but, you know, go have fun with that. Um, this is probably, like, one of the biggest disappointments in a long time is fucking Jonathan Taylor. It just hasn't been working out. I mean, his line's fucking garbo. They ran him into the ground last year. Yeah, his line's fucking garbo, and he's, he's hurt. hurt. Really not it. Um, let's talk about some funny shit now. You know how funny you have to be? Like, you know how funny this situation is? Like, this man, this OC, just lost his job. You know? He's take care of his big house, his family, and whatnot. And the owner tweeted out with an emoji about you getting fucking fired. Mm. Gave you the peace sign. The Colts are just hilarious. The owner does not care. And you know what? Frank Ryan about to get an emoji, too. Yeah, he is. That man getting fired. New OC for the Steelers? Frank Ryan? I'm not upset about that. <laughs> we'll see how he does with him. I want somebody young, but I'm not upset about that. Yeah. All right, let's go to the 49. Well, Commander's on a three-game win streak, by the way. Four and four. They pulled even. I don't know fucking how. Carson Wentz is the problem. Okay. 
Carson Moving on. Problem. 49ers at the Rams. 49ers won 31. To Why do you keep picking the Rams? Yeah, I'm never picking them. <laughs> against the 49ers, the Rams? never picking them again. Why do you keep picking the Rams? Uh, 8 0 against McVay now? 8 0. Jimmy G was lights out. Only missed four passes the entire game. Chris McCaffrey had 183 total yards and three touchdowns. Patrick, pass, receiving, and rushing. Rams have no run game. Their offense is terrible. Their offensive line is terrible. If Cooper Cup's not getting the ball, they have no production. They suck. Cooper Cup's hurt. Cooper Cup is hurt now. We got to see how how it goes. They said it's something with the with the tissue or something, which sounds worse to me. But they said he should be fine. Uh, he's an Iron Man, so he'll probably play, but not. It's not going to be as it was. I mean, if this game didn't show you who's trending in which direction, then I don't. Like, it's clear as day yeah, which way these teams are going. Without the trade, with the Rams not doing anything for the trade deadline. I mean, Three and four now? Yeah. They try to get Brian Burns, but they just wasn't going for that fucking NBA package they were given. This year is so funny. It's it's really like a fantasy year because everyone's like one game out from the division. And the two, and the two Super Bowl Slumps. players were yeah. sucking. Yep, three and four and four and four. Um, I mean, we'll have to see. I think, I mean, the 49ers did this, and they didn't have Debo playing. Yeah, so, they did not have Debo. This is this is going to be scary in the NFC. Um, 49ers and the Eagles look like the team to beat with a slight, you know, Vikings. Um, I hope the Vikings pull it out. Kirk Cousins, prime Kirk time. Cousin. And you know what's crazy is if they keep winning like this and they win the division with a decent like record, they're going to have the two seed. Mm-hmm. And if they have the two seed, they're not playing no one o'clock playoff games. You're going to see the boys prime time or that? <laughs> um, what's we, the deepest Kirk has been in the playoffs? The NFC Championship? Yeah, I think so. Lost to the 49ers? That was the year they lost to the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, when Jimmy yeah, G yeah. went Jimmy against the Chiefs. Yeah. Dude, the Vikings would have got cooked against the Chiefs. Oh, it my. It wouldn't have mattered who played the Chiefs. Um, it was the 49ers almost beat them. Yeah, they did. Jimmy G was one pass away. Just hit. Like, that's so That crazy. 49ers defense is one of the best defenses we've seen in, yeah, a, long time. in a long time. It's crazy. Like, that pass was so fucked that they're like, we need a new quarterback. Yeah. Um, me, me, and my co-host, we are, you know, we like Christian McCaffrey. We think he's a great running back. Mm. Uh, it wasn't ever going to be an issue of his production. It's just an issue of how long he can stay healthy. Yep. Um, Shanahan is a genius, but the only drawback in playing for Shanahan is you will get ran to the ground and you will get injured. I don't think he's had a running back play a full healthy season in fucking how long. I mean, even his wide receiver Debo's getting hurt. So, we'll have to see to the testament of Christian McCaffrey's body and how much it stands up. But, yeah, 49ers continue to smack the Rams. 8-0. Never pick the Rams again because they're going to fucking lose. Yeah, that's that's a bad beat. They can't beat the 49ers at all. All right, let's go Giants at Seahawks. The Giants' luck came to an end with the Seahawks winning 27-13. to And a fairly easy win. My New York teams, man. Fuck them. Seahawks are starting to get, you know, slightly better on defense. I don't Five know, and three? I don't know if it's 
their opponents or if they're actually doing better. They uh, are a, they're, I think they're fifth in turnovers, and they're more like a bend-don't-break. So they allow a lot of yards, but they cause turnovers in the red zone and don't let people in the end zone. So. They have good corners, uh, especially Tariq Woolen. He's a, I think he is going to be a great corner for them. Um, Gino continues to cook. Kenneth Walker had an okay game, but I think it was more to the detrimental of the Giants and how we know that they need a whole, besides Saquon, they need a whole new offense. I mean, Daniel Jones has nobody to throw it to, but obviously we all know Daniel Jones is not that guy. Um, I don't know where he's going to end up, but thank you. But it's going to be difficult because you're winning. I mean, regardless of this loss, you're still winning games. Six and two, right? Yeah, six yeah. and two. You're still winning games, so you're not going to have a top five pick. So you're going to have to make some moves. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do after the year. Seahawks are looking playoff. That's so disgusting. <laughs> the two teams we thought were for sure going to be bottom are in the playoff, actually leading their division. Leading their right division, now. yeah. Then our teams are down. <laughs> <laughs> I knew my team would struggle, but like. Seahawks have double, more than double my team's wins. And the Falcons beat y'all. And the Falcons beat us, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird. It's poverty, a. Poverty. This is like. This actually is the greatest year we could have done the podcast to start. Because it's just like. Who the fuck is actually good? The wildest shit, bro. Yeah, like, on any given week, you can lose to anybody. There's only fucking, there's only been two constants. The Chiefs and the fucking Bills. Yep. Chiefs, Bills, and Eagles. Yeah, but we didn't think the Eagles were going to be this fuck. I, we didn't think well, they were no. going to be defeated. So, I guess, year in and year out, Bills and Chiefs. Yeah. 100%, you know they're going to be good every single year. Yeah. Other than that, whoop, it could be anybody. Vikings are six and one. Come on now, I thought they'd be good this year. Six and one. We no. thought Brady were gonna, was gonna run with this division. Yeah, we did. And he still has a chance to run with it, but that's not looking like it's gonna <laughs> not happen. the way it's going. They play like butt cheeks. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Sunday night game that I am gonna be totally honest. I did not fucking watch it. Packers at the Bills. The Bills he won twenty-seven to seventeen. Game. I did not watch this game. He didn't watch this Listen, when I saw, I was going to turn it on, and when I saw 24-7 to 7 at halftime, I was I like... I get it. I get it. I was they, like, my ass is not turning that on. They came back, though. Um, yeah, what... Okay, so... Let me let me break it down to you. All right, so... Give me the rundown. So, the Bills shocked me. Started off running the ball. Mm-hmm. Shocked me. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Green Bay was like, what, we didn't game plan. What the hell? And Devin Singletary's <laughs> averaging like nine yards a pop. And then they're just like, yeah, you see this thing going great. We're not going to do it anymore. We're going to throw. And they threw the ball. Granted, it was successful. And they started to put away uh, the Packers. The Packers were getting hella three and outs. And they were just not giving the ball to Aaron Jones. Anytime they did give it to Aaron Jones, it was on a sweep. And as we know, if you have a fast defense, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So... um. The Bills look like they're putting away the Packers easily. It was 24-7. Mm-hmm. And then, after the half, the Bills were like, hey, we're just going to keep passing it. Wow. <laughs> exactly. And they kept passing the ball, and Josh Allen was doing Josh Allen things and was being inaccurate. And, and it turning gave, it over. Turning it Two over. Two turnovers in the second half. And um, 
Aaron Rodgers threw an amazing ball to Romeo Dobbs for a touchdown. It looked like they were coming back a little bit. But, I mean, we all knew this wasn't going to last. And the Bills won. Um, even Josh Allen. They scored the, three points in the second half. Come on. Even Josh Allen at the postgame was like, I don't know why we decided to keep throwing. It was a very bonehead decision of us. Like, we could have lost that game. Uh, we need to focus on you getting the run game together. You think they're getting cocky? I think they are. I think like I think it's like they think they're hot shit. Who who's their who's their OC? Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. I think Ken Dorsey is just getting too big for his britches on this one. Like the like it's really like I know. Wait, who am I gonna use that? I know like it was the it was funny as fuck to say. For Aaron Rodgers is like we need to simplify things, but like the Bills actually need to simplify things. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, you have Stephon Diggs, you have fucking Gabe Davis. You want to give him the ball, that's fine. Give him, you can give Stephon his fucking targets. But if the run game is working, why do you keep going away from it? I mean, because like, they want to show they have the most dominant offense in football with Josh Allen, and they just don't. I mean, like, yeah, like the Chiefs can throw the hell out of the ball. But literally, like, the weakness we all see is they can't fucking run it. So, the Bills can. And, like, I don't know why, this is why I was like, I don't know why they need Naheem Hines. Well, I mean, it's been proven numerous times when the run is working for the Chiefs, Andy Reid sticks with it, and it wins them games. So, I don't, this is why I'll never put the Bills above the Chiefs in my (laughs) rankings. I don't care they won head-to-head. I don't care. Yeah, if you look at this, look at the trend the Bills are doing. They're they're getting too big for their britches, bro. I'm telling you. It's like if what have they won? They've won nothing important. No. They've shown nothing in an important game like a you need to win this game type situation that they will win the game. I think and if if anything from the Super Bowls I've seen, you have to at least have some kind of competent run game. In the playoffs, yeah, I don't think you can just throw it for forever, because that's why like people are looking at like Joe Mixon as a top five fucking running back. No chance. Because of how he was running in the playoffs, and now he fucking sucks. But um, I think the Bills, the Bills, you cannot, and I mean this sincerely, you cannot beat the Chiefs if you do this. Because if you, why would you? Because if you want, I get it. I mean, still like the Packers don't have great. Great offensive weapons, but you don't want to get in a throwing match with fucking Aaron Rodgers. No, and you don't want to get in a throwing match with fucking Patrick Mahomes. No, that's how you fucking lose. Yeah, if the the one thing you need to do, if you have a successful run game and you're running against, are like if they play the Packers, which they did, and they play the Chiefs, arguably one and two in arm talent. You want to keep those motherfuckers off the field. Yeah. You know how you do that? Run the ball. I know. So if you're successful at running the ball, that's going to chew the clock. And then that's how, and if you don't do that, that's how you go from 24 to 7, all of a sudden 24 to 17. And it looks like, oh shit, they might come back. So it was just very pissed off watching how they operated. And I think they need to sometimes just yank the ball out of um, Josh Allen's hands and just run the fucking ball without him. Don't run it with him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who will be able to consistently run the ball well in the Bills' defense. So, I mean, it seems like they don't like they'll like give Devin Singletary like eight 
touches. And like, okay, this is working. And like, no, I don't yeah, want to do it anymore. They do switch people at the most random times. They're like, but... I don't want to do it anymore. All right, let's go to my favorite game of the week. Bengals at the Browns. The Browns absolutely fucked them 32 to 13. You picked the Bengals. And I picked the Bengals. Why, why did I do that when Stefanski is 4 0, now 5 0 in his career? Why do we keep going against history? I don't, I don't know. Both teams struggled in the first half. <clears throat> ended 11 and 0. 11 to nothing at the end of the half. Browns winning. And two turnovers each by both teams. Two missed field goals by both teams. I just... What's going on with your boy, Money Mac? I don't give a fuck. I hope he misses <laughs> every field goal the rest of his career. <clears throat> um, it just seems like everything is just falling apart for the fucking Bengals. And it starts it. it starts at your fucking head coach. Yep. Um, this is just coaching. I don't... If you... It, it, I get it. If you are just a bad team and you just lose to just a better team consistently, I get it. Rams and 49ers. I think the 49ers, pound for pound, of their, I think their team is better than the Rams. For every single position. Yeah. I think their team is better than the Rams. So, if you have two good coaches in Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, it's just going to come down to your personnel. Yeah, probably. But, to me, well, even when they had Jamar Chase, I think the Bengals are a better team than the Browns. And they just keep fucking losing. It's, It's a very interesting, like... It's I don't know because like personnel wise I would say we have more talent on our roster than the Bengals. I don't know about that with the wide receivers. Yeah, but like you can have an argument for skill position, but we have the argument of like overall talent. I think personnel you do, but I'm saying as an overall team. Now here's the thing: so the Bengals have a better team. They have the better QB, the better receiving core. I think they have the better defense one now, not anymore. So they, they have, have this defense. is this is my thing on the defensive side. So Hendrickson is better than Clowney. Garrett's washes everyone else. Like Yeah. Now, interior D linemen, Bengals have better interior D linemen this year. I wouldn't say that last year, necessarily. DJ Reader is very good. So you could probably argue that. Linebackers I think they have. I think the Bengals have a very underrated linebacking core. I do too, but I also don't think they're anything special. I think they're disciplined. They play the position. Yeah, but you well. suck at linebacker besides Jones. We actually well see that's a misconception almost because like Anthony Walker was the highest rated linebacker before he tore his ACL. Yeah, that's what I said right now. Yeah, right now, but Taki Taki played lights out at Mike. He did. He did. Lights he did out. A great job. That's his true position. Play him there the rest of the year. He's, he did a great Deion job. Deion Jones had a sack. He played well. He shed fucking blockers and tackled people. We had no, we barely had any missed tackles last night. It was wild. This is this is what you will get when the Browns play four quarters at the very best. This is what you're gonna get. Dirty ball. Listen, I don't I don't know how else to explain this to people. And I, I know I sent you this earlier. Stefanski has the fourth best offense in football with a backup QB. A backup. A journeyman. A journeyman. Then people are calling for his job. 
calling for his job. We're fourth in EPA. We're seventh in scoring touchdowns. What the fuck else do you want? Our defense has come alive the past two weeks. It's just like last year. Our first six games, our defense was fucking horrible. Did Denzel play? Denzel did not play, and Martin Emerson took his spot. Denzel will be back next after the bye, probably. So against the Dolphins, oh, what is he'll it? be back. What is it? Concussion. Oh. So he'll he'll be back. Get another concussion. Five games down the road. But I mean, Newsom, Emerson playing the way he is, and Denzel comes back with. Delpit has played well the last two games, and I hate to say that because he was horrendous the first few weeks. And then John Johnson is always consistent. I mean, we're looking... If our defense plays the way they've done the last two weeks against anybody, we, we can beat anybody right now. Y'all game... I don't know about anybody. Anybody. Uh, Bills fuck around. I don't think y'all beat listen, the Bills. Listen to me right now. I am picking the Bills that week, Okay. okay. If there's any offense that can keep the Bills on the sideline, it's the Browns. That's true. Whether anyone likes it or not, we have the best run game in football. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You and the Eagles. Eagles, and think about that, because the Eagles, when you have a running QB, your rush game is automatically like 10 10 points better. And we still have a better rush game than them. So imagine, I just... I'm fucking ready for Deshaun Watson to be back. Because if we're fourth now, like, how much better can it, can it get, though? If we're already fourth with a backup QB. Let's see how he does. Oh, my God. Add some fucking... Oh, my... Oh! He's about a bust God damn! You guys gave... Listen, all I know is that we made that defense look soft as fuck last night. Yeah, the Bengals... Line of scrimmage, we won on both sides of the ball all night. Oh, dude, the Bengals, the Bengals tackles were awful. They said Jonah had a 32 uh, grade. His grade was 32. And then Leal was 43. Wow. I thought he was going to be his bodyguard. The bodyguard. Joe Burrow's bodyguard. I mean, it's always hard for, it's always hard for a left tackle job to go up against, well, I don't think, um, I don't know if he's going to win defense player of the year. Who? Miles Garrett. Mm, after missing a few games, probably not, but he's still the highest rated end in yeah. football. It's kinda it's really hard for you as a left tackle to go up against that, but I mean that's what they pay you for, right? So This was one of the first games they were moving Mile around. So they put him on the left side, right side. They were it didn't matter who the fuck was on him. It was sweet. Also our rookies balled out. Fucking were hooping. Was who was it? Fifty something? 58. 58, yeah. He was killing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was... He's our rookie and Isaiah Thomas from Oklahoma. Um, he had a sack and a batted ball. Yeah. Um, Clowny did clowny things. Our interior D-line was fine, but I know the Bengals can't run the ball. So, I mean, that yeah, was not a factor. Uh, it's like... Linebackers, lights out. Talkie Talkie needs to be Mike. Deion Jordan. Uh, yeah. Deion Jones needs to be in. Consistently, we didn't even have our best linebacker. Wosu didn't even play. We didn't have our best linebacker, our best guard, or our best corner, and we have a backup QB. So the Bengals can talk about injuries all they want, but we are also reeling from injuries. Yeah, it, I think if you can't stop Nick Chubb, you can't stop the run game. You're going to lose to the Browns. It just op- opens up the play action. Well, and... it's interesting because. Minus the New England game, this is the lowest yards per carry that Nick Chubb had all, all season. So Jacoby beat them. 
Yeah, because Nick Chubb was getting all his carries within like thirty and in. Mm-hmm. Jacoby had he was seventeen to twenty two for two seventy eight a touchdown. How many of Murray have one thirty right? He had like one thirty something on a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's why he's in the top ten. Yeah, That's we didn't even have Njoku, the safety blanket for fucking Jacoby. So I have Cooper top ten. Listen, this is now. All right, so there's a few storylines here. Kevin Stefanski's five and zero against the Bengals. We're now two and one in the division. Joe Burrow is now zero and four against the Browns. Who would have yeah. fucking thought? Zero and three in the division. And zero and three in the division. That is going to come back to bite the Bengals in the ass. I'm not saying by any means the Bengals season is over because it's not. It's too early. Yeah. Um, they also don't have like. Jamar right now, obviously. He'll He's be back. for a couple more weeks. But there's definitely some issues here with yeah, your coach. Yeah. Like, this was a classic I got out-coached the fuck out of. Yeah, I think with, like... There's been too many games, I think, so far, of, like, my coach is bad from the Bengals. And it's hard to overcome that. I mean, you can only do so well, you know, Joe Burrow... You only do so well before you actually face, like, what a real coach looks like. And I think Stefanski will always have Zach Taylor's number. It doesn't matter where the fuck it is. Um, the Bengals do have, mm, never mind. I thought that, mm, never mind. I thought, mm, god damn. What? All right, so this is the rest of the Bengals' schedule. All right. No, I told you there was a six-game stretch where we're going to see who they actually are. So, they get two breaks. They play the Panthers. Well, I don't know about that second one. They play the Panthers, and then they play the Steelers. They've already lost Now, now, I was going to mention this because that game's at the Steelers, and it's a night game. It's a primetime game. And the Bengals have lost the last 13 away primetime games. Think about that. That is horrendous. And they're 1-2 this year in primetime. Um... The only win coming at home against the Dolphins when Tua got knocked out. Then the rest of this stretch, they play the Titans. Yep. Play the Chiefs. That's two L's. That's tough. They play the Browns again. With Deshaun Watson. With Deshaun. They play the Bucks. Maybe we'll see if Tom Brady comes back. Then we play. Then they play the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Then they play night game, the Bills. Sat the Bengals. And then they finish it off with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You can't even say any of those games are easy. No, not even. I mean, the way it's going, not even that fucking Panthers game. So now, yeah, so the Bengals are in trouble, especially with losing a Wouzier for the year. Hendrickson and Hubbard got hurt in the Browns game. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be out for long. No. I know Hubbard got an x ray. Hendrickson came back in the game. Um, and Jamar's out, so you already. And you guys, they have zero run game. Zero. I mean, Joe Mixon was running wild last year, and it's just been bottled up. Same thing with like the Jonathan Taylor situation. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't know, and you can't. I mean, it doesn't matter how new of an offense you have, how new of an offensive line you have, <clears throat> you can't let your quarterback get hit like that. I mean, no. Joe Burrow's on the ground a lot of times. He's already had a serious surgery, so you need to protect your quarterback. Um, it, it is. I think like. It just boiled down to time of possession, and you don't have a good coach. Our drives were long. Yeah. They were like seven to eight-minute drives, ending with a touchdown each time. And if the offense can't do shit, that's putting the defense back out there. Um, Yeah, defense. Shout out, Browns defense. I've been shitting on you all year. That was the (laughs) most complete game 
our team and our defense has played all it's year. Because your $100 million corner wasn't playing? No. He'll be back and he'll be. That touchdown T. Higgins had, Denzel doesn't let that shit happen. Because Greedy literally jumped backwards. He didn't need to jump. He just had to fucking stand there and bat that shit away. He did not need to jump backwards. He's trying to get that big play, bro. But um, this is now a three-game season for the Browns, and that's how they need to look at it. If they want any chance at the playoffs, they have the Dolphins, Bills, Bucks in a row. They have to win two of those games. Now, the Dolphins, Bucks are really the only chance here, I yeah, think. Yeah, you ain't got a chance to get the Bills. No. But, knowing the Browns, like I said last week, the one game they'll win out of these three is the Bills. <laughs> because they're fucking stupid. It does. And we'll have to see how the Dolphins do. They did just get Bradley Chubb. We'll have to see how quick he can get So, think about it. They win two or three, okay? And now we're sitting at what? Five and six? Yes. Five and six. Mm-hmm. Deshaun comes back. Texans first game. Come on. They don't even have to use them. They, they just use them like Malik Wills. Throw Willis. it ten times. Just throw it ten times, run the fucking football. So six and six. Then they play the Bengals. Kevin Stefanski versus Zach Taylor. It could get scary, man. It, it could, could get, get really scary. scary. Listen, if they win this Dolphins game, it's going to get real fucking scary for the division. Are you picking the Dolphins? Or are you picking no, them? I'm picking the Browns. Oh! I'm picking the Browns. <laughs> Every, you're not, you don't have a good record picking them. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking... Yeah, I don't have a good record because you I picked against Skip them. Every time he picks the Cowboys, they lose. He said, I'm done picking the Cowboys. I might have to just pick the fucking Dolphins then <laughs> and just go with that L on the fucking podcast pick. And if it means your team wins. Yeah. I mean, this is, like I said, this is just like the Browns. This game gives us hope, and I know it's going to come crashing down. We'll probably lose all three of those games to the Bucks, <laughs> Bills, and Dolphins because Jacoby You better just, not lose the fucking Tom Brady, man. They suck. Yeah, I wouldn't. At the start of the year, I wouldn't say, oh, the Bucks are the easiest out of these three. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but they are. They are. Um, yeah, the Browns, the Browns are clicking. I think this is the formula that they need to use until Deshaun Watson comes back. Um, and the Bengals are in trouble. I think literally everybody knows that Zach Taylor isn't the guy. So I think if they, if they lose, please, what do you think? Five of the eight, if they lose, he's fired. Who? Zach Taylor? I don't know if they'll fire him. Five of the eight, though? I don't know if they'll fire him. just got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, like, this league is so hit or miss. Like, we we talked about, which the Bengals fans didn't fucking believe, that they caught fire in the playoffs, like, towards the end of the year. All the Bengals fans thought, oh, we're taking a big jump. They literally said a big jump this year. With Joe Burrow, the receivers are back. We have the best receiving core in football. Come on. Are they just the Only Cincinnati thought that. Only Cincinnati. We have, like, I believe Joe Burrow is one of the best QBs in football. Undeniable. Yeah, we have him in our top five. Exactly. I have him at three. You have him at four. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing you also need in this league, and that's coaching. And Zach Taylor is not a Super Bowl coach, whether you like it or not. Zach Taylor ain't a playoff coach, bro. Exactly. But, I mean, I don't know who they would get. Anybody's better than him. Maybe maybe Zach Taylor is a good coach. 
Just not a good play call. Not a good play. Like, give up play calling. Find an OC that can run the offense you want, and then you just manage the game. I think they just need to get a grown-up. Not. <laughs> just get a grown-up. Like, not everyone is meant to be an Andy Reid or a Kevin Stefanski or a fucking. Like, it's fine. It's okay. Bill Belichick doesn't call all the fucking plays. Like, it's okay. Tomlin has a DC and OC. Yeah. Like, I know Bill is heavily involved in the defense, and he schemes the fuck out of people. But other than that, like, you don't need to do everything. It's okay to be a Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And trust me, if we were, like, 28th in fucking offensive EPA, I'd be like, okay, Stefanski, you should probably give up the play calling. But guess what? We're fourth. (laughs) He obviously can do both. Now, our special teams coordinator needs to get fucking fired. <laughs> That's the one thing I know will bite us in the ass later in the year. He needs to get fired. And Stefanski needs to be a man. No, Cade York is fine. That blocking is not. Cade <laughs> York has missed three field goals this year. I mean, all from 55 plus. And two two were blocked. It's sweet up in that middle. So it is. <laughs> that left well, it's the right side of the line. For some reason, always just gets it's, murdered. It's sweet. We're gonna have to there. start putting our starting five O linemen in there. It's sweet in there, boy. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hey, bounce back last night though. He played better than fucking Evan McPherson. Yeah, every it's even it, the bad luck's even going down to the kicking. I mean, this dude was automatic. Yeah, when house. you lose the special teams battle to the Browns. You're in for a long season. <laughs> Let me tell you. I don't think we've won a special teams battle in the last 16 games. You ain't going to win one. You ain't going <laughs> to win them anymore either. You watch. Fuck, and fuck the Bengals. Fuck the Browns. If the Browns win two more games, it's going to get real scary for people. Um, I didn't really care who the fuck won this game. I hate both teams. Uh, I, I had agendas for both. I wanted the Browns to lose so they can be down with the Steelers. But it was fun to see the Bengals fans in turmoil. That was pretty fun. Yeah, we have a lot of Bengals fans that are friends. <laughs> Shout out Cincinnati. The weak faith they have. <laughs> the weak faith. It's just one thing goes wrong and they're ready to jump shit. Like, come on, bro. My starting CB went out. Your starting quarterback was Cheeto Awuzie, bro. Yeah. Was nothing Y'all anyway. still have Joe Burrow. Like, you will be fine. At least you got your fucking quarterback. Yeah. At least you have that. At least you know he's top five. Yeah, exactly. Until Deshaun gets back, he's top five. <laughs> Are you going to have Justin Herbert at five? Justin Herbert will be... No. I'll have Burrow at five. Foolish. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see the agenda. Chargers still in, the, in for the division. You'll see the agenda. I just need Deshaun at 75%, and we're a playoff team. That man going to be at 30%. 30%? I can <laughs> see that. He very well could come in, and like he just needs a year. You know what I mean? I think he's going to be pooped the first couple games. I'm not going to hold you. I mean, it's been two fucking It's games. fine. It's the Texans. He can be ass. Bro, but it's game. It doesn't matter. It's game. Game speed. He I get it. Hurt. He could get hurt. He better not. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. <laughs> he, could, he could. Game speed's Don't different, man. ever fucking say that again, It's going to be by me. I'm going to hurt him. Yeah. I'm going to alligator roll his leg. And we're going to that Steelers-Browns game last game of the year. Is it the Steelers? It's at the Steelers. Oh. 
Hey, I'm telling you right now, if y'all blow us out, I'm going to jump you with the Steelers fans. I'm telling you right now, if we beat the Dolphins two weeks from now, I'm buying tickets to the December 18th Browns versus Ravens game. Y'all going to lose. Ravens come to us. Y'all going to lose. You think? That's three or four games into Deshaun playing. Yeah. Y'all probably going to put Brissett back in. No. There's no chance. <laughs> you give that man 200 plus mil and you put in percent over him. Yeah, no chance. Yeah, you could end up in a rush situation. That shit would be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be awful. I just want all of the AFC North teams to do awful. That's just my agenda. Yeah, you're a bitch. My team's awful. Y'all deserve to be awful. Alright, let's go to the, to the next picks. Let's no, uh, wait, let's... Let's uh, uh, run through our divisions real quick. Yeah. But we're doing that next week. I don't want to see how bad that was. We can do this real quick. So we're just going to update on the divisions, who we had picked. We can honestly say who we think is going to win it now. Yeah. Eight weeks into the season. Well, I'm not going to change my answers, but I'll say who it's looking like. Yeah. So I'm going to keep the same answers. Yeah. We'll just go. We'll start in the AFC. So the AFC East, we both had the Bills. It's looking like the Bills. Yeah, I mean, they're only one game up. True, true. Two two games? Are they 7-1 and one or 6-1? and one? There's, They had a bye. Okay, then they're 6-1, and one, but the Jets lost again to 5-3 and three or 5-2? and two. They're 5-3. Five five three. Three. So they're two games up, mm-hmm. technically. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Bills aren't going to lose this. The Dolphins are 5-3. and three. They're the biggest threat to the Bills. Mm-hmm. Jets are not. They're not anywhere near a threat to the Bills. And neither are the Pats. No, neither are the Patriots right now with the offense they have. Okay, let's go to AFC North. We both had the Ravens. They are a game up, two games up on the Browns, one game up on the Bengals. They are 3-0 in the division, and that right there is going to murder the Bengals because they are three games up in the division on the Bengals. Yeah. So if they, they have a if they have the same record at the end of the year, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, as long as they keep winning, they'll be fine. I mean, they need they need one more win in the division to have the tiebreaker. That's it. They just need to beat the Steelers once. Um. Right. Yeah. And their next three games are looking a lot better than your next three games, but. No, the Ravens don't play another team with a winning record the rest of the year. Saints, Panthers, Jags, Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Falcons, Steelers, and the Bengals. Yeah, so they have a, one of the easiest schedules left. I don't. I, I still have the Ravens. It doesn't matter. They're better than the Bengals. The Bengals couldn't even beat them with Jamar Chase. So. <laughs> All right, let's go AFC South. We both picked the Colts, and that is probably the worst pick we've had. Uh, now, who could have expected the O line to be this bad? Yeah. Matt Ryan to be this bad. Um, Rabel's gonna Rabel though. Yeah, I don't know why I went uh, against Rabel. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, we we're just—I think we were just trying to be spicy. <laughs> um, it was Tannehill. We don't like Tannehill. Yeah, we hate Tannehill. Even I would rather have Matt Ryan's corpse than Tannehill as my quarterback. Um, but we really underestimated how just dominant this run game is when it gets going. Um, 
The Colts are in poverty right now. I didn't expect Matt Ryan to be this bad. I mean, he looked 65 out there. And the Colts' run game, the Colts' offensive line as a whole is just really, really bad. Yeah, Titans are 5-2, and two, two games up on everyone else. So, I mean, it's just... It's going to continue that streak. Yeah. But AFC West, I had the Chiefs. Bo had the Chargers. The Chiefs are winning in the division by a game. A game up on the Chargers. It's a lot better than I thought. I mean, yeah, it was getting real shaky for the Chargers. Yeah. There. But, um, I mean, what do you think? Do you think the Chargers are really going to top the Chiefs this year? Chiefs are probably going to win that. Um, but the Chargers are doing better than I thought given the circumstances that they have. You might miss on five picks in the divisions. How? So, Colts, Chargers. Okay. Which I missed the Colts too, but I have the Bills, Ravens, Chiefs. And then and it, we'll go to NFC East. You pick the Cowboys. I pick the Eagles. I should have won with the Eagles. Now, the Cowboys can still win it. They're not out. Yeah. But the Eagles are what? They're two? I mean, they're technically two games up because they have zero losses. Yeah. Who did the Cowboys lose to? The Cowboys lost to the Eagles. And the Bengals. And the Bengals. No, no, the Giants. Who the fuck did the Cowboys lose to? Oh, uh, yeah, they did beat Joe Burrow. They beat Joe Burrow. Cooper Rush did. Yeah, it was, was it the Giants? No. No, 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 no. They beat the Giants because I remember, uh, whatchamacallit, had a fucking no Tampa Bay. First game Tampa of the year. Bay, yeah, we yeah, always yeah, forget yeah. that. Yeah. They lost the Eagles in Tampa Bay. So they, they just need to beat, um, they need to beat the Eagles on, I think they play on Christmas. They need to beat the Eagles on Christmas. It's either Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. So do some Christmas games. I mean, the Eagles don't look like they're going to lose. No. The but, Cowboys are the only chance of them losing. But the Cowboys do now have the quarterback back. So we'll yeah. see. I think it'll be a closer game than the first time. But yeah. That could be a miss by Bo. Could be. It just depends. The way the Eagles yeah. run their offense. Now, this is a miss from both of us so far. NFC North, the Packers. We picked the Packers. Oh, why did we do that? The Vikings are 6-1 and one and three games up. So it's looking like a Vikings party. Skull, what? baby. We literally had the Vikings at rank number four. We still had the Packers winning the division. Yeah. I mean, we didn't want to put too much faith in Kirk Cousins week one. And look at him now. Yep. Number, s- number seven in my Absolute top ten. Absolute goat. Number seven in my top ten. You deadass might only get two picks right in the divisions. Who did I pick for the West? <laughs> NFC South. We'll go to NFC South. We both okay. picked the Buccaneers. Uh, now, I think they will pull they this off. They will pull it off, yeah. So, that might help TV's your... not going to let Tom Brady not yeah. be a division leader. I mean, if they don't pull it off, TV's got to retire immediately. Did I not pick the 49ers? Nope, you picked the Rams like I did oh for the NFC God. West. So, right now, you're missing Chargers, Cowboys, Packers, Buccaneers, and Rams. And Colts. That's six. It's looking disgusting. Right sick. Now. You're two and six in the divisions picks right now. I can only I can only pick games. I can't pick rankings. I mean, I'm I'm only two games up on you because the fucking Packers, Bucks, and Rams are. But I didn't think it'd be this bad for the Packers. Yeah, F- Tampa's one game behind the Falcons, and then the Rams are sitting at two games behind the Seahawks. So even if we pick the 49ers, it might not even matter. So Falcons are winning the NFC South right now. Seattle Seahawks are winning the NFC West right now. Who would have thought? 
You hate to see it. The Seahawks are actually a three seed in the playoffs if we're to end right now. They're going to get fucking demolished. It depends on who they play. They play like the Cowboys. It's wraps. I mean... <laughs> it's wraps. Who thought I'd see a primetime game of Geno Smith and Dak Prescott in the playoffs? Yeah, the playoff picture looks a little crazy right now. I ain't gonna lie. Right now it'd be the Bills. So the AFC would be the one seed would be the Bills, two seed the Titans. Chiefs would be the three seed. Ravens four. So those are your four division winners. All decent teams. And then you got the Jets sitting at the fifth seed. Yes, sir. The Dolphins at the sixth seed and the Chargers at the seventh seed. I like this playoffs. Now, the Patriots and Bengals are sitting on the outside looking in. Um... So the NFC playoffs, you're looking at the Eagles with the one seed, Vikings two seed, Seattle three seed, Falcons four seed, at four and four, kill, oh Lord. kill me. And then the fifth seed is Dallas Cowboys, sixth seed is New York Giants, seventh seed is 49ers. That is an ass wild card game for the Vikings right there. That's not who you want to play. No. no. They're playing the 49ers. <laughs> this would be good playoffs if it happened today. This would be a good little playoffs. Bills versus... Who was the last one? Wait, the Giants and 49ers would be playing, so the Cowboys would be playing the fight, the Vikings first round. It's more serviceable. And then... Oh, my God. Seattle and the Falcons would be playing each other. So one would move on. I'm thinking Seattle on that one. Oh, Dirty yeah. Birds. All right, so let's do our picks for week nine. That's our divisions. We're not hitting real well on those. I'm four and four, and you are two and six right now on those picks. <laughs> it's not looking too hot for me. No. All right, let's go to our week nine matchups and picks. Oh, God, this Thursday night game is rough. Eagles at the Texans. Eagles are 13-point favorites. I mean, I don't <laughs> Do we even have to say? Yeah, we're going to go Eagles on this one. Yeah. Um, it would be wild the one, the loss that they, the first loss they get handed to is from the fucking Texans. Hey, we, we saw the Bills lose to the Jaguars last year in a 7-9 yeah. game. That was bad. Disgusting. Um, yeah, the Eagles are going to are gonna fucking kill them. Um, I bet you fucking Brandon Cooks don't even play. Brandon Cooks will play. Healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. Yeah, I have nothing to say about Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really care about that. Game, <laughs> I have nothing to say Eagles probably, game. they probably cover the 13. I yeah. mean, that's a big spread. I wouldn't bet on it, but. This is going to be thrown on in the background. Yeah, it is. Think, oh, no, it's a fucking Thursday night game. God damn. <laughs> We're not meeting up for this game. No, the fucking, I don't want to see your face. <laughs> scared. All right, let's go. Chargers at the Falcons. The Chargers are three-point favorites on the road. This one's kind of tough. <laughs> Falcons are divisional leaders, man. They're they're a tough out. Yeah, they are. When they get going, they really get fucking going. I don't know if Cord Cardinals gonna play or not. I'm still t- I'm gonna pick the Chargers. I have to. It's for the brand. Literally, I haven't won in the division. Pick the Chargers on this one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Chargers. I don't feel comfortable picking them, but no. <laughs> but if, yeah, we're not Staley fans, so. Need to be Sean Payton back there. He's living part time in LA. Give him a call. Yeah. I'll throw whatever money to get that motherfucker. Sean Payton's going to get hired by somebody. 
It's going to be the Chargers. I mean, he was easily a top five coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's the fucking ch- Dolphins were breaking rules trying to get him. fucking canned. I mean, on average, it's like six to eight coaches get fired every year from the NFL. Yeah, it's going to be that. It's going to be that. <laughs> All right, so we both have Chargers in that game. Let's go Dolphins at the Bears. Dolphins are four and a half point favorites. <clears throat> going to take the Dolphins on this one, do my Tua agenda. Uh, big game for Tua. I'm expecting no less than 300. Okay. I need it for my fantasy team. <laughs> I'm going I'm going Dolphins. Um I don't think it'll be easy. And I hope the Bears win, but I'm pick- I think too much firepower from the Dolphins. It's gonna be quick succession. They just got rid of Roquan, they're gonna be in shambles yeah. for this first game back. Not it's a good be matchup. Easy game back, easy uh feel for Bradley Chubb. Get ready for those brownies next week. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yep. It will. A walk right the show. All right, let's go Panthers at the Bengals. Bengals are eight and a half point favorites. Still, after that weak-ass performance. Now, now, if Zach Taylor gets outcoached by Steve Wilkes. He will get fired. There's a fucking problem. But I'm going Bengals, even though they've let me down a lot four times. times this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Bengals as well on this one. Um. I, I fuck with PJ Walker, but I think the Bengals are gonna come in mad with the. Um, yeah, they should. With the uh, God, what, what storm am I gonna pick? The uh, the Myers stock room people as their defensive players now. It's got uh, me and you suited up as DB right now, and it's time. It's still not gonna matter. If the Panthers win this game, the Bengals will not get my pick the rest of the year. If the Panthers win this game, there might be. Like, man, Cincinnati might riot. Yeah, their whole twenty fans. Twenty real fans. <laughs> yeah, fans. It's not real ones. They got one of the weakest fan bases in football. You know what we need to do? <laughs> we need to be like.